Stephen, how was your week? That's all right. Spoilers, it was great. I'll oh, tell you why. You. you know why? Because there was a brand new song that came out from <laughs> rock and roll band <laughs> Limp Biscuit, and it was incredible. Uh, I messaged Mitch mm-hmm. in our little uh, group chat. And uh, I was like, Mitch, you got to check this out. And I feel like his mind was blown as well. But uh, have you heard this song? Have you heard Dad Vibes? I didn't actually listen to it. Oh, my God. It's incredible. It's, I apologize. It's like two minutes, 12 seconds long. So it's like real like quick. Get in and out. And mm-hmm. it's just it's almost perfect. It's exactly what I want from a new Limp Biscuit song. It's incredible. It's almost like I can hear it now. Um, <laughs> Is this a real like are they coming up with an album or they just do a song? Yeah. What is yeah, this? Yeah, uh, they, they were playing a couple of, like, festivals um, just after, like, society started to, like, reopen a bit. Mm-hmm. And then um, they didn't play the, like, song as a band live, but toward the end of their show, they would, uh, like, Fred Durst would walk out in the crowd and toss out, like, T-shirts from, like, a Christmas show from 2018 or whatever oh, that they just had, like, a surplus of. They're just like, oh, fuck it, let's offload these fucking things as advertising yeah. or whatever. But um, they would, like, have the song playing over the uh, speaker. So oh, I had, like, heard the song that way before, but it was just, like, from a cell phone video or whatever, mm-hmm. so it wasn't great audio. But this is, like, officially released. And I know listeners are probably like, what does this have to do with Halloween? Um, and if you'll permit me to make up some connective tissue, oh, if please. you look at the cover of Dad Vibes, Fred Durst is in his uh, newest, like, appearance, where he very much looks like... Like someone's dad, he's got like this crazy handlebar mustache. He's got this oh yeah moppy white hair. He got some uh, like big ass sunglasses on, like cop sunglasses, and he just looks like someone's dad. Is this out there living La Vida Loca? He looks like an extra from uh, the Beastie Boys sabotage video. <laughs> yeah, there right? we go. Yeah, in it's a great like, way. Like that's a compliment. Huge yeah. compliment. Yeah, yeah. Like he, like he co-starred in that music video and just uh-huh. looked that way up through today <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> his, never his hair that. is grayed <laughs> so yeah that that's quite that's a his, different look for sure it is yeah uh, he had posted that image online before they started playing shows and they were like what is this is this for a music video but then they started playing shows and he just like came out and he performed entire sets looking like that so that's just is That's just like, what he looks like now. Do you remember when Garth Brooks came out as like Chris Gaines? Yeah. And he had like a swept I think hair. about that often. <laughs> so I weird. Really do. So weird. Yeah. Uh, but that's how I mentioned this. Like, he's like, this is like an alter ego. But he's like mm-hmm. doing, he's not doing a Chris Gaines. Like, he is like, I'm still Fred Durst and this is still Limp Biscuit. So it's not mm-hmm. like a full Chris Gaines. But it's like a half game. Yeah, I was going to ask, whenever Garth Brooks goes to work out, do you think he's like, I'm going to make those Chris gains? Do you think think that's something he says? Okay, good. I thought so, too. What if his trainer makes him wear that wig (laughs) to be like... We need to bump. We need to pump up both muscles of uh-huh. Gaines and Brooks, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, and makes him makes him do that as like an alter ego thing. Be like, you have more power as, as Gaines. <laughs> you can get those gains. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, the trainer obviously Garth Brooks is really you know a rich man, so obviously uh-huh. Tim the Toolman Taylor is also there. They're both being trained by a celebrity trainer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, best friends. You of can course. say obviously, um, obviously. Man, yeah. What a look though. You know, it, it's a, it's it's a choice. Um, they've since uh, I think they played just like a handful of shows. They were supposed to play Rocklahoma here, and I was very tempted to go, mm-hmm. um, but they ended up 
canceling because of like just safety for like the band mm. and uh, yeah. the the attendees and everything. So uh, I, from what I understand, they're supposed to hit the road sometime in 2022. But oh yeah, um, yeah. So they've mentioned yeah, that they're so going to like. See I'm just going to follow them on tour. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah. First up, Germany. Well, Andy, guess what we're doing? <laughs> Would you go to um, Germany to see Limbiscuit? Uh No, I I was conflicted at seeing them here in Oklahoma. Oh yeah, uh, okay. When you. they were potentially coming, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if they did like that, was also like a big festival. It was like a three day festival and this like yeah, yeah. muddy ass like field and everything. I was like, ah, I don't know. And like Slipknot was playing there a separate night with porta potties. Yeah, with porta potties. Oh, my favorite. Oh, my God. I like I like the first couple of porta potties albums, but mm-hmm. like I don't know, they're newer stuff. I don't know if I can really. It's it's kind oh, of really? a little bit shitty to me, but you know whatever. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, they had the same mustache when they yeah. came back out, which I liked. You know, yeah. I mean, that's fine. It was dirty. Yeah. But oh, when they covered it. Christina Aguilera's "Dirty," <laughs> yeah, that was cool. That was cool. I like that, but I feel like that was an outlier for that newest album. You know, that's true. Mm-hmm. And what a cover after all these years. You know, it's like they were contemporaries yeah. at one time, but now, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, bringing so, back the old hits. You know. The old hits, the old chits, you know, mm-hmm. we're still out there. I guess if they play like some of the older stuff live, that'd be okay. Sure. But like, I always eat like a hearty beef salad whenever I go see porta potties oh. play, and they never have available restrooms, which is ironic, I know, mm. but like, you know. Beef salad? Is that what you said? Beet. Yeah, oh, I'm not a monster. I you said a beef. I, in my head, that was, you're like, that's when you take a, all, you just throw all the salad out, you use beef instead of, of lettuce. Mm hmm. You know, but you do no, the rest is, of the toppings the same as croutons. No, yeah, that's correct. I eat that for breakfast, but then that's like I, I change to beets for. <laughs> OK, yeah. For different poop colors. Yeah, well, it's going to look like a straight up murder scene um, oh, upon evacuation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was that was a uh, uh, Porta Potty's fifth album upon evacuation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it was a, uh, a minor a minor hit in New Zealand. Yeah, uh, they had one chart topper. Yeah, uh, it was called um, "Fiber, Fiber, Fiber." Mm-hmm. Um, it's a quick song. It's only fifty seconds long. Yeah, and it's it's weird because it's "Fiber!" Exclamation point! Fiber! Exclamation point! Fiber! Question mark? Question mark? That's like mm-hmm. oh, it really throws you out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like I don't know, it makes you think, and I'm just yeah, like yeah. I'm not I'm not trying to do that, you know. Not with a porta potties album. You yeah, know? I'm like seven songs into this album, and now you're gonna make me question what I'm listening right. to. So it's like, I don't even know what to do with my life at that point, you know, and that's mm-hmm. not really, really what I was looking for from a porta potties album. Right. Yeah. So I was just looking for a porta potty. Yeah, exactly. And that's where they leave their CDs. You know, that's how I first heard about them. Uh huh. I know. They're not even available on like any streaming service. You just got to mm-hmm. like wander around. Sometimes they like hang out around construction sites. I'm like, this is today the day? Are I'm they dropping waiting. the deuce? <laughs> that's their second album, of course. Uh huh. Yeah, uh, which was a big and yeah, people were really anticipating that, and then it, it finally, it finally pushed its head out, mm-hmm. and uh, we all saw it birthed into the world. Yeah, and I was excited because it was the follow up to "Go Flush Yourself," and <laughs> like I just love that album. But I felt like it's they really, really perf- good. They really perfected Start their sound in. on that second one, that sure. sophomore effort, you know. So, yeah, Man. Mm-hmm. yeah, but albums like three and four, I don't know, were yeah. my favorite. Yeah, it's like. 
Everybody loves number one. Number two is a necessity. But then, mm-hmm. like, what are we doing with these three, four, five, et cetera? You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. it's weird. But yeah, again, you know, if they, they, you know, it's coming up on an anniversary of some sort for mm-hmm. one of those first two albums. So maybe they'll <laughs> play that in full. Maybe sprinkle in another couple of hits, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I will. There's a rumor that mm-hmm. there's a sixth album coming out. Oh my Pretty god! Soon, but it might just be an EP. I'm not really sure. Um, but it's mm-hmm. it's actually called Sprinkled Corn. Oh wow! Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's um it's actually covers of uh, some corn songs from the '90s. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. But then mm-hmm. also um, covers of old Bob Vila episodes. Really? Uh, this old house. Interesting. It's like a YouTube experiment. I don't know. I don't know. It's like different. You know. Look, uh, uh, you know, as an artist, obviously you want to try Mm. new things, but is this the direction you want to go? I don't know. I guess we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see how that goes. I just hope they work in the bagpipes from Uh uh, some of those early corn songs into it. And some Bob Vila episodes, I'm I'm sure. Yeah. Both. Yeah. Man, I love a good bagpipe, Mm. especially in in a porta potty. You know the the acoustics in there. Mm-hmm. Do you think a an octopus has ever seen a bagpipe and been turned on by it? <laughs> like, oh yeah. Or been like, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> what did they do? Honestly, to you? maybe both. You know. <laughs> Octopi are freaks. Yeah, man. Uh-huh. Just yeah. look at them. Yeah. They're all into hentai. Why do you got so many legs? You know, yeah. why do you have so many legs? You're so soft, but also have a beak. What's going on here? The hell? Yeah. Makes you want to say, uh, the hell? <laughs> Octop- Octopi be crazy. <laughs> we can all agree. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> oh, man. I just was like, how long can we make this go? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, well, I that told was really, you, really fun for us. I told you earlier, I was like, yeah, I got this quick thing. And then we talked <laughs> for like 12 minutes about nonsense. Mm-hmm. Okay. The nonsense are the gems of the show, though, you know, mm-hmm. I feel. Yeah. And, um, and you know, I'm I'm Steven and you're Brent. And uh, yes. we need more gems. Yeah. You know what? You know? I think that's show. true. Yeah. I think you could like. Consider the gym that's on a butt plug in one of us oh. as, you know. That's the gym. A necessary show. gym. Yeah. Wow. And mm-hmm. a, yeah, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's a beautiful image. Mm-hmm. And uh, and upon that beautiful image, I'm going to go ahead and uh, start this thing. So uh, we're doing it. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And I'm Jim. Oh, thanks, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was the other one. And well, 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 welcome, welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. Uh, sure. Man, we are off the rails already. It is happening, and I really like it. It's a lot of fun for me. It's like, uh, but it's at the beginning of the show, so it's off the rails. But it's like if you were to go get inside of a cart on a roller coaster, but mm. it was like one of those carts that's off to the side that needs repair. Yeah. So it's just on like <laughs> that's flat us. planks of wood. <laughs> it would be that. This show's off the rail, but also not really going anywhere. So oh, I like that. You're you're mostly fine. You're safe, but like no one really wants this. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the metaphor for the show. I think. I think that I'm fine with that because mm-hmm. there's still there's still a following for that type of ride. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And uh, we can set you in that ride, mm-hmm. 
And we can just jostle around and act like we're on the real roller coaster, you know? About that time, like an old timer who works at the the amusement park, he takes the cart, he lifts it up on a forklift, takes it out back behind a barn, <laughs> shoots it directly in the head. <laughs> wow, that took a turn. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. We got to put her out the pasture, Whoa. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man. That's kind of sad, though. Yeah. Well, people don't think about cart death. You know, it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a cause that we're gonna have to follow up on. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's serious. You know, and we're definitely going to remember this mm-hmm. later to follow up on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's important to look at this charity started. You know. Yes. Yes. It's post pandemic. Do you know how many people are out at amusement parks right now? And there, there could be so many defunct roller coaster cart. You know. Mm-hmm. Just waiting to be shot in the head. Yeah, yeah, because we're pro it, you know. Yeah, that's what we, that's what we want. Like, they're just taking up space. <laughs> <laughs> they could be, uh, you know, stripped and reutilized, or uh-huh. have their parts repaired and Could've. and uh, put back out there for for people to use. But no, why? Why do that? Now we're going to mm-hmm. run into an issue of manufacturing jobs um, right, being taken away because like, oh, we already have this cart. It's from 1986. We can just like repurpose it. No. Shoot that motherfucker in the head when you find a barn. <laughs> I like that. How many how many of these uh, amusement parks have barns to to <laughs> to take them away? <laughs> So what you have to do. That's why when you go to Disney World Land, they have that barn uh-huh. out on the pasture. It's because whenever there's a new Mickey Mouse costume, they have to take the old one, what? take it behind the barn, right between the eyes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's unfortunate because I heard if you're an intern at Disney and you are one of those characters, they sew you in the suit. So there's actually people inside. Oh yeah, I that probably makes more sense because so like otherwise you're gonna like leak out all these secrets if you get out. Oh, you know? that's true. You can't let them yeah. go. Yeah. Once they're there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, you got to keep secrets sometimes, and and I believe in conglomerates. Mm-hmm. You know, they have more rights than just regular people. So, honestly, like corporations have never steered anyone wrong. Yeah, they're all you can great. Say that. Yeah, especially especially Disney. Uh huh. Do you think and, for real, like one day, yeah, they're gonna like, like Walt's gonna walk out, and he has been frozen this whole time. Do you think like that's where we're getting to? Walt from Breaking Bad. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that seems likely. No, he's gonna walk out. But Walt He's Disney like, with the shaved head. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he he was the inspiration for Heisenberg the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. He's like, guys, how come no one rescued me? I've been down there knocking for so long. Uh, Everyone knows I'm the one who knocks. I've been down there. These rides are very loud. We didn't account for this. I've been singing hi-ho, hi-ho. Mm-hmm. No ho showed up. Yeah. Not a single one. I've been, like, I really, like... Got into it. I, I started knocking with both of my hands uh-huh. sometime in like 2020, you know, like maybe like nobody. March to August and like nobody, <laughs> nobody heard anything. What's Ooh, like going this. on up there? He was supposed to wake up in 2020, but nobody was there to hear his calls. Wow. Mm-hmm. How dark is that? It's like the, the freezer door popped open and yeah. then it just like thawed. <laughs> Man, that's, uh-huh. that's just not how I expected his life to go, you know? But, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we had good intentions. How could we have? Yeah, we certainly had. You you and I did. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you want to talk about pop culture stuff at all? I guess so. Why start now? But okay. Good point. (laughs) Yeah. Screw that. So 
Stephen, I have uh, consumed quite a few things here recently. Um, uh, I'm going to try to run through some of this real quick. Uh, awesome. We still go back and forth or whatever, but I, I want to start with uh, a couple of things that are. Uh, well, I guess at this point, I already talked about Limp Bizkit. Uh, so one thing that uh, is not uh, scary, uh, which is the chiking, the spicy chiking from Burger oh, King. Yeah. I've tried it yet again. And uh, like because it. I was like, you know what? Like, I got to give this another shot. I've heard mm-hmm. from you multiple times that whenever you got it, the uh, the meat had meat in it. Uh, it was, it was not just simply breading mm-hmm. uh, like the previous version I got. So I got one again and. Uh, I will say it was better. It was a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the meat was like about, I don't know, like a quarter inch thick. And I'm like, that's not, oh, that's that's not what not I'm here for. Yeah, yeah, it's not not a lot. So um, for our uh, our listeners who live in different countries, that means it was, I don't know. I don't know metric system. I don't know what this means. <laughs> I don't it could know be what a meter. Th- is it a meter? Is it a centimeter? Mm-hmm. Is it like a kilometer? I don't know. It's all it the same thing to me. About a centimeter. I guess probably so. Probably close. Sure. No frame of reference. I don't don't know what that means. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Tell me in feet. I don't know. You know, you and I had talked about doing a uh, a spicy chicken off with like eating a lot of different restaurants. And like, I feel like since we first started talking about that, there's even like more of these now because like one I still haven't tried is the KFC chicken sandwich. Same. Yeah. uh, Which I'm I'm intrigued by. And then um, there's a Jack in the Box by our house. Uh, the the restaurant, you know. Do you ever mm-hmm. eat a Jack in the Box? Uh, yeah, every once in a while. Yeah, every it's, it's not often. Uh, I haven't eaten there in like a few years, but yeah. Uh, we had, had not a great experience, not like a bad experience. We just didn't like a, had a great experience there, so we kind of avoid it. But then uh, the other day, I, I every once in a while, like every few years, I remember they have curly fries, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm, that's like totally worth it. And oh, uh, okay. Yeah, and that's and they're, like that. and they're good. Yeah, they have like straight fries and curly fries. And um, who wants straight fries? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so the, I, we got some of the other day. Um, they actually had some pretty good deals on their app and everything. Mm-hmm. And whenever I got the food that I did get there, I realized like, oh, they also have a, a chicken sandwich now. And everyone, so even like yeah. everyone has one, right? Mm-hmm. And for the most part, I think most people have been pretty good about making them. Like even if they're not like some are better than the other ones, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, Burger King, you know, like it looks it looks the part of like the big, you know, kind of like the the Popeye's chicken sandwich. You know, it's like everybody's trying to aim for that look, I guess. Yeah. But it doesn't always, <clears throat> you know, make the mark like. Yeah. Clearly, your experience at Burger King has not been like a Popeye's experience where those are always like super fucking thick. Oh, yeah. Right. Like, yeah. you don't, you can't see that can't steer you wrong. If anything, to me, they're just too much sometimes. But um mm-hmm. But yeah, the I also haven't been back to Burger King since we last talked about it. Like I, I okay. ate it for like two weeks straight, mm-hmm. like not every single meal, but uh, mm-hmm. every other meal, of course. And yeah, of course. Uh, eventually, I was like, "Oh yeah, I don't, I don't like this place a whole lot. Like, <laughs> it's just okay. <laughs> like overall, you know." Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then the Jack in the Box we tried too. Um, I got like the tacos. They were like two for ninety nine cents, and then I got it, yeah. and it looked mm-hmm. so horrendous. I couldn't even eat it. Like oh, the, really? the lettuce was like a light beige. And oh, yeah. So, you know, it's working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All of it. I was just like, I'm not sure about this. And I ate other things from there and I wrecked my stomach for like two days. Like, yeah, I, it was not good. And so I've, I've avoided Jack in the Box since I, I was like, maybe I should just literally only get curly fries there every once in a while. And mm. then that would work. But uh, other than that, I haven't tried their chicken sandwich. I'm not sure how that would bode, but it, you know, it's just mm. that everybody has one now. So everyone, everyone. Um, and then like. 
honestly, I was I was telling my wife. She asked me how it was and everything. I was like, yeah, it was all, it was all right. Like it was a step in the right direction, but I'm still not like yeah. convinced this is the the chicken sandwich for me. Sure. And uh, uh, the way I'm trying to ruin my life personally. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if I'm gonna get a spicy chicken sandwich, I'm gonna go to Wendy's. You know, I feel I like that's the, other the, day. the safe bet, and it's so good. So good every time. So good every fucking time. Every fucking time. Yep. You hop on that app, you can plus it up, you can add some Hell like yeah. monster cheese on there. Bacon. The I like spookiest bacon. cheese. Mm-hmm. Oh, add bacon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it but, is a, man, it's spooky cheese. That is true. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Their fries at Wendy's, mm-hmm. so good. I heard they changed them recently. Again? Yeah. I'm not well, happy about it if it's true. The other ones I got the other day were really great. Perfect amount of salt. With like hot, the skin nice. on them or whatever? Yeah. Still like oh, they were. So yeah, good. So good. I love and then, it. Burger King is like, they took those fries, they looked at them across a long distance, and they were like, yeah, we can make those. And you're like, no, you did not. <laughs> you did not do well with that. Onion rings, all right. The, the people in, like, the boardroom were like, uh, fries. Mm. Fries. Fry, fry. Am I saying that right? Fries. Fries? Fries. We have some styrofoam in the back. Just use that. It's fine. Oh, so mm-hmm. it's just like little strips of styrofoam mm-hmm. puffed up yeah. in the fryer. Yep. That makes mm-hmm. sense. It's yeah. not a good I look for them. Not a good taste. No. Whenever I got the uh, spicy chicken sandwich here recently, I, I went ahead and got some onion rings because like, what are you mm-hmm. doing? Yeah. Who's, no. I do you like those, go to Burger though. King for fries. Yeah. It's disgusting. So you're not going to go back for some spicy chicken sandwiches there, probably. Uh, I told but, I told I was telling my wife it. like if if I'm gonna go back to Burger King I'm gonna get a Whopper probably mm-hmm. an Impossible Whopper because I'm like mm. how is this possible Yeah this seems honestly guys this is impossible so the branding is spot fucking on mm-hmm. That's true mm-hmm. Yeah uh, I tried to get Impossible Whopper mm, We don't have that mm-hmm. Like okay fine Well I'm gonna keep trying to order it So I'm going to Wendy's Yep <laughs> 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 That's me farting down the street <laughs> Yeah but um uh they they also have like those weird like shitty tacos at burger king oh really that like some of them offer Mm -hmm. i tried to order those through an app at the uh, the closest burger king to my house and uh, i went to go pick them up and they're like yeah we don't have that so do you want something else i was like um i wanted shitty tacos but yeah i wanted some really (laughs) shitty tacos that's what i was (laughs) that's what i had my eye on it yeah (laughs) um but yeah they're just like pure grease so yeah yeah like like the Jack in the Box ones, they're mm-hmm. just like, uh, try not to have anything on the books for a couple of days if you're planning yeah, yeah. to eat all this food consecutively because it's just a life ruiner. Don't be going up and down roller coasters, that's for sure. No, no, no. Up unless you're like on the ground. Yeah, those are like perfect tacos if you're like, you know, trying to trying to get altered and uh, <laughs> and just like hang out a bit. I think that's why they like serve those. Uh-huh. That was the marketing like way back in the day. I don't know if you remember this or not, no. but they had like some stoner rolling through a drive-through, which is like mm-hmm. maybe he should not be in a oh yeah car, he should be driving yeah, like yeah, in, yeah. In, in, the, in the advertising. Mm-hmm. But you know, people are gonna do what they're gonna do. Um, but don't advertise it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't but, be like, uh, this is our our goal clientele. <laughs> Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, we all know. We all see what you're doing there, Jack in the Box. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, so spicy chicken bit. sandwich. All right, uh, yeah, is what that was. Um, and the uh, the other thing is like uh, not horror at all, but it is mm. like murder adjacent, which oh, is like there's this there's this movie I had heard about. It came out I don't know two three years ago, 
and I'd been curious about it, and it finally ended up on a streaming service that I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think previously it was on like Showtime or like <laughs> Tubi or Fubo or you know whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I don't get it. But now on Netflix, <laughs> it's a Melissa McCarthy movie that I've been mm-hmm. eager to see, and I like her in almost everything, even if the movie itself is bad. I think she has like such charm and charisma sure. that she's utterly watchable in everything. But there's a movie <laughs> called The Happy Time Murders that I've heard oh, yeah. n- nothing but terrible things about. Uh, it has a very low like Rotten Tomatoes score. Yeah. And I found out about this yesterday and I was like, oh, man, I got to add this to my list. I've been mm-hmm. like waiting for this opportunity and watch. I'll, I'll add it to my list and it will just come and go like without me like actually doing it. But uh, I actually like sat down and watched it yesterday. Okay. And I kind of enjoyed it. Like, okay, good. I've never yeah. seen it. That makes me a little happier, though. Oh, don't get too happy because oh, okay. you'll find yourself in a murder situation, Stephen. <gasps> dun dun dun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was like I can see why people don't like it, but also mm-hmm. I'm like, it's pretty much kind of what I thought it was going to be. Like it's Fair it's a, it's a, it's like there's certainly comedy in there, but they also kind of play it straight in a way. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd be curious to get your thoughts on this. I don't. I don't want to go like too far down the the rabbit hole mm-hmm. for this. But I will say, um, if you think that pubic hair does not play a pivotal <laughs> role in this movie, you are out of your goddamn mind. I mean, I just love the silliness of that with with Muppet uh-huh. style characters. You know, like, yeah, uh-huh. that sounds really funny. And then it was so like everybody seemed to hate it. That I just yeah. kind of steered clear of it. So I'm really glad to at least to hear like you're like, it wasn't that bad. You know? No, it, w- it was certainly watchable. I told my yeah, wife yeah. after the fact, I was like, I'd watch that again. She was like, yeah, no. <laughs> but um, she divorced you. That was the last straw. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. She finally added like, her uh, last letter to her, her last name. Uh huh. The paperwork signed. But um, I it, it's like a, a like a fun whodunit. Like mm-hmm. the 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 mystery itself is engaging. Like I said, there's some like silliness to it and it, things don't always make sense. And some of the jokes are a little bit like corny, but like also I enjoyed the performances. I think the the guy who plays the like the lead puppet character, mm-hmm. I looked him up. He's not like I, I didn't recognize his like name or face or whatever, but he's like uh, like in the Wikipedia entry. It says he's an American puppeteer. He's like voiced like oh, cool. puppet characters and, and done that stuff before so he like knows what he's doing and i feel like it shows um i thought the character designs looked good mm-hmm. um and uh man there's just some like wild shit that happens in this movie i don't even want to say but like he he goes to like a, a sex shop uh to like follow up on a clue and like there's like a, a peek behind the curtain of something that's being filmed uh-huh. and it's just it's wild man it's wild <laughs> See, that sounds so, like, intriguing to me. So it's, silly, it's, but what a great concept of that, you know? And it's like an hour and a half. You're yeah. in and out. Yeah. Just like that that Muppet, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, no spoilers. Yeah. You'll see yeah. it, Stephen. Uh, you'll see. You'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, so it's on Netflix still? Is that right? It's on Netflix, yeah. 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 Man, that makes me happy. I Yeah, I was hoping that you would have at least, you know, liked it a little bit, Um Mm-hmm. And it seems like you did because I just kept thinking like, well, it can't be that bad. And maybe it's because we've heard such bad things that it kind of, you know, that that sometimes helps me watch a movie and be like, oh, I don't know why people were so, you know, derogatory towards this, but it can be kind of fun or whatever. So uh, I yeah. definitely would like to give that a shot someday. 
Tell you what, I'd rather watch that before the Snyder Cut. Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch has probably seen this movie. He's like, what are you talking about? I've said that four times. Sorry, what are you talking about? Right? Oh, man, you don't want to mm-hmm. offend him. No, That's he doesn't. True. He doesn't yeah. really talk like that. You know. Yeah, I like that murder adjacent, too. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, not quite horror, but... Yeah. Anytime. Close to. Close yeah. to. Do you, do you have any um, non-horror stuff that you want to discuss before we descend into the madness that is... Yeah. Horror month. Uh, yeah, I got I got two things. For one, someone I just keep wanting to mention this. Someone had mentioned this recently about um, this old show. This old show called uh, mm-hmm. Herman's Head. Do you remember that show? Oh yeah, where yeah. the dude has like four different people like in mm-hmm. his brain talking and stuff. Somebody brought it up the other day, and it, I had like uh, it was like what I like to call a nostalgia bomb to my face, where I was like I had forgotten all about this, and then when I saw a YouTube clip of it afterwards, I was like, oh my god, like I remember watching this fucking show. Uh, Steven, much yeah. like Chris Gaines, I think about this often. <laughs> like I <laughs> sometimes I think about like uh, I, I question uh, my thoughts on like mm-hmm. certain things, like just opinions um, that, uh, for stuff that I'll talk about here in, in a minute. Yeah, um, yeah. And I'm like going back and forth. And I just imagine little people living in my head. <laughs> yeah. It's like one person choking out the other one just oh, because yeah. they're like so incensed by my thoughts by the rest of but, it. Exactly. Um, mm hmm. Yeah, uh, the, uh, Herman's Head was actually like brought up in something that my wife and I watched somewhat recently. I'm, I don't remember what brought it up, so yeah, I don't know yeah. what I was watching that, that they mentioned I, I can't it. think of it either, but she was like, have you ever heard of the show Herman's Head? I was like, of course I have. It's like a precursor to Inside Out from Pixar. Exactly. I was going to say yeah, yeah. Inside Out is kind of like a ripoff of, of mm-hmm. Herman's Head, if you will. Everyone uh, knows it. We we started watching on on your and your wife's recommendation. We started watching Only Murders in the Building. Is that did they maybe mention it on there? Perhaps. Perhaps. I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember. Um, that is. We'll talk about that show when we finish it. But that's been pretty fun to Same. watch too. By the way, yeah. mm-hmm. another a murder adjacent thing. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because I I I had forgotten all about it, and then it was so exciting, and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the movie today, we're doing the, the Lost Boys, which is a vampire movie from the '80s. And so, after I watched that last night, I, I did a double feature with Fright Night from the '80s, another vampire movie I like a lot. And that's R- William Ragsdale, who stars in Herman's Head. He is oh, uh, yeah. he is the Herman, uh, I guess the main mm-hmm. the main actual dude. And um, but yeah, it's like this weird thing that I'd completely forgotten about. And now I'm like, do they have it on DVD? How do I watch this? Like I need a, <laughs> I need like a full episode or something, you know? I remember Yardley Smith, who voices Lisa Simpson mm. on The Simpsons, she was on both, and there was a point in an episode of The Simpsons where she giggled to herself about, like, something, and somebody asked what she was laughing at, and to, like, cover it up, she was like, oh, I was just thinking about a joke I saw on Herman's head or whatever. Oh, that's fun. So it's kind of like a, a cute little nod yeah, to right it, on. but yeah. I love her, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Um, Amanda saw her, and she was like, oh, that's that, that chick, she's, like, in a lot of 80s stuff. What happened to her? And I was like, there's Lisa Simpson. Mm-hmm. She's like still doing Lisa Simpson, as far as I know. Yeah. Like that's what she uh-huh. does, and they're yeah. all hopefully very rich from that. Uh, I hope so. Yeah, yeah, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I just want to mention that real quick. But then um, I also read another book recently that I haven't had time to, to throw in our conversations. But um, I got a copy of Seth Rogen's book, Yearbook, um, that he wrote. Have you heard about him writing this? It's kind of like a, a memoir, I guess. It's just like stories, basically, that he thought were funny in his life, um, and he uh-huh. called it Yearbook. And um, it's got a really cool cover. My niece loved it. When I was reading around her, she kept thinking it was for her because it's like pink and it has all these like cartoon versions <laughs> of people on it. Yeah. And kind of like a grid yearbook style. Um, but it's really short. Um, this is a book actually 
I think if, if you were to read a book, this is the type of book you should read because they're, it's not like a full fictionalized story. It's not like this big read. It's like pretty quick little stories that you can just like pick up and put down really easily or whatever. But, um, as usual, Seth Rogen, super fucking funny. He had a lot of great stories about different sets he was on or like different things he did in his life. Um, a lot of great drug stories, of course. Um, and just a bunch of funny stuff. So it was super quick. I read it like in a few days and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and I'd highly recommend it. It, it the only, if only it could have been longer. Actually, um, I heard he's he's coming out with a podcast where he asks like people that he knows about their fun stories and stuff. Seem kind of in that same vein. So I want to listen to that just to to get that from more from him. But, uh, but yeah, it was pretty good. I liked it. I'm gonna need celebrities to chill the fuck out on starting podcasts. Okay, I know everybody Leave has that one. to us. This yeah. is all we have. <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you it's taking this away from us? I'm sorry, you're producing several TV shows uh, and then several movies, starring in movies, writing movies. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Take a nap, dude. Get out of the nerd space. This is ours. Yeah. Yeah, and some of them are, man, there's so many of them that that are coming out now. More and more Mm -hmm. celebrities are doing them, and they're really good. Like, Justin Long has a show Mm -hmm. um, I've listened to a little bit, and it's like, he's just really, like, I just always like that dude. Mm-hmm. And then they're doing all these like versions of things like um, uh, there's like an OC podcast where they go and like listen or like watch old episodes and review them. And it has mm-hmm. like people from the show and everything. And I'm like, get out of here. Yeah. You're crowding you the space. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, there were millions of podcasts, but now there's millions more and we don't need it. Mm-hmm. We've but already anyway. got pop culture covered. It's fine. We got it, guys. We'll get to it eventually. God damn it. We're going to do a rewatch of the OC in year mm-hmm. 15 of the show. Everybody knows that. Just wait. Yeah. Just, oh God. It's 2030 or whatever. Everyone relax. It's going to be just in time for the reboots reboot. Yeah. <laughs> the grand, you know, like grandchild reboot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody's <laughs> looking forward to it. It's like that new Jackass movie that's coming out where they're, they're all oh, pushing 50, you know? They look so much older. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's all the, the non-horror stuff we needed yep. to clear the decks with. Okay. Sweet. <clears throat> Excuse me. So um, should we should we go over the schedule for the rest of the oh, month? Oh, please. Talk about everything. So, yeah, yeah. Um, we have actually put effort into making mm-hmm. a schedule for this this uh, this month. Um, and it actually leads up through uh, the 2nd of November. Uh, we record on Sundays, so we're going to record an episode on Halloween. So uh, mm. still counts. Still counts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't uh, send the auditors after us. We don't We don't need big po- uh, podcasts breathing down our necks about this. Again, uh, corporations never do anything wrong. Yeah, that's but, true. Though the scheduling does get fucked up from time to time. <laughs> uh, it's not, uh, it's, it's not, not anyone's fault in particular. We love um, our overlords. We're sorry. <laughs> yeah. So um, obviously today, uh, the episode that comes out on October 5th, we're doing The Lost Boys um, from 1987. Um, but we'll go down through the rest of the month to lay out the schedule. And then as we go forward on each subsequent episode, we'll try to remind the uh, mm-hmm. you, the listener, as to and honestly us uh, ourselves as to what we're to watch next so for the next episode that's going to come out on the 12th of october uh we are going to do it follows which i've never seen um oh, steven man. you've seen this before correct mm-hmm. yep multiple times i'm very excited to, to have you watch a new new one yes uh it came out in uh, 2015 uh, i looked it up on the just watch app and it said that it was streaming on shutter it's not uh yeah, that's it's, weird it's, 
I saw it on Peacock, so you can watch it with like some ads thrown in there if you mm. need to, or if you just like own the movie, you know what to do there. Um, my, I was telling my wife about this like a couple of weekends ago because I thought we should just watch it upon your mm-hmm. recommendation uh, before we like laid out the schedule and everything. And I said it's it's weird. It's like showing that it's on Shutter, but it's not. She's like, oh. God, I guess that just watch app is like really going down the tubes. And I like l- immediately leapt to its defense. Oh, yeah. I was like, Do you know what I've been through with the just watch app? How dare you say that about it? Like, maybe it's just like uh, uh, an, an errant like anomaly that's mm-hmm. that's yeah. come up, you know? Don't blame uh, them. Y- you can't blame them. They're mostly right most of the time. They're How dare you? We support them. 100%. They're definitely right. It's a free app you can use. You can use the website as well, mm-hmm. but I constantly send them $20 bills. Yeah, you don't even need to, but you just keep doing that. Yeah, because I guess I'm just a good person. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I weird that. Um, so it <laughs> follows. Your wife is, is wrong. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, it follows comes out on the 12th, or that episode where we discuss it follows comes out on the 12th. Mm-hmm. Um, for the 17th, we are going to watch a brand new new movie which is Halloween Kills, um, oh, which is also so going excited. to come out on Peacock. Um, so, uh, yes, the, the the sequel to the 2018 Halloween movie called, checks notes, Halloween, um, <laughs> Danny McBride and uh, G- G- Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. What's his name? David, David Gordon Green? Yeah. Okay. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, so we will uh, talk about that on the episode that comes out on October 19th. Following that, we're going to do an episode on the Shudder original movie, Random Acts of Violence, which will come out on the 26th. And uh, I believe we're going to do some uh, additional like Shudder yeah. discussion, right? Like, Just because uh, it's the- awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, for the episode that we're recording on Halloween, which is a Sunday, the 31st, that's going to come out on November 2nd, we're going to discuss the movie Carrie from 19-something-something. Yeah, I can't remember. like 70 something or 80-something? I don't know. It was like, uh, it was a few years ago. A few years before our time. Got that right, sister. Not to be confused with the the remake that had uh, Hit Girl in it. Not the 2013 movie, but the one from 1976. I forgot about that one. 76? Mm-hmm. Wow, I was older than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you haven't um, seen this one either, right? I've not. I, I did check. This one is showing on Shudder, so mm, you can is. watch I it there. can confirm yeah. that one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I like this year. There's a lot of horror stuff that I already know, and uh, but you haven't seen yet, and I like that you a lot of the stuff we talked about, you're like, well, I, I've never done this one. I've never done this one, and I'm like, I would love mm-hmm. to watch all of those. Like, I'm not yeah. a huge Carrie fan, but I like Carrie. And um, I haven't seen it in years, so that'd be fun to revisit and everything. And then yeah. to have you watch it for the first time is like really badass. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad we're doing yeah. that. a lot of those this month. I just really like prom movies, you know? You're big into prom. You know me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still waiting for that. I'm trying to imagine. <laughs> for this special someone to ask me. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Big into prom movies. Uh-huh. Big into um, blood yeah obviously um mm-hmm. spaghetti sauce if you will mm-hmm. and i mean like yeah, i got looking forward i'm to so it. into blood that my body is just filled with it oh my god you, you should know. get that checked out son mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh i know i keep going to the doctor i'm like why is all this in me they're <laughs> like it it's just <laughs> normal i guess i don't know they don't ever let me go in the the building but they're just like mm. yeah it's it's they're like stop um, coming here this is wendy's you're like can yeah. i have a spicy chicken sandwich <laughs> yes you can <laughs> 
All right. Yeah, so I'm excited is, for all of those, though, man. Me too. Me too. I'm really looking fun. forward to it. Uh, this is all like new stuff to me. So um, that's great. I'm excited. Yeah, looking forward to it. And all I've, of them, I, plus, yeah. I've already seen the first two It movies, so It Follows is yeah, going to be a nice be good. Yeah. conclusion to that trilogy. So many questions are answered, like mm-hmm. where that turtle go? Like, yeah. I thought there was a turtle in this. Yeah, he, com- he comes back rearing his his ugly head. You better believe uh-huh. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then like he, to, he ends the quadrilogy. Those. He ends <laughs> the quad- quadrilogy and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two: The Secret of the Ooze, oh. where he's just like a full on Toka. Oh man, they are stupid, <laughs> Mama. I was like that. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to watching all of those. Mm-hmm. I, it, I'm excited to hear your thoughts today about the Lost Boys. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to hear your thoughts about It Follows because it's like a newer movie, mm-hmm. and um, all of them. Man, it's just it's it. It'll be interesting because everybody has their you know different viewpoints and and what they like and gravitate towards for especially horror stuff you know yeah and um so yeah maybe it'll maybe it'll be something you really like and watch again maybe it'll just be something like yeah that was a movie Mm -hmm. but it's like you've never you don't know and that's fun to explore yeah so um so um well i've got some i got some like horror stuff i i want to clear off the decks in this so i'm gonna, gonna try to rush through this I read an Image Comics uh, miniseries, six issues, by Joshua Luna. Um, he's normally paired up with his brother, Jonathan. Uh, they've done uh, a series of, of comics, called uh, one called Girls, one called The Sword, um, mm. one called Ultra. Um, they normally work together. This one is just Joshua by himself. He writes and draws the, the whole thing. From oh, what cool. I can tell, he like, I think he does the lettering as well because it looks... It looks bad, uh, but <laughs> it's a series called Whispers, and I remember a couple of years ago, I read the first issue, and I was like, oh, man, th- that was so good. I need to remember to keep up with the series, and I just didn't nice. I didn't do that, so I thought, well, this is kind of like horror-esque, so I'll, I'll, uh, I'll read this, and uh, I read that first issue again, and I was like, oh, I don't really know why I was so enthused about this. Um, mm. Like, it's... The, the series is okay. An issue with the, the Luna Brothers comics is, like, I get into the series itself, and I like the character interactions, but the endings are always kind of like, oh. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, like not, not bad. It's just, like, uh, just a little bit confusing. Um, mm. But the the general idea of the, the series is there's this, uh, this main guy. He ends up being able to um, kind of... Um, astrally project his body outside of his own and he can like go around uh to people he knows or and has met before and hear their inner thoughts or whatever um he had recently broken up with like a girlfriend and he was like should i go see what she's doing and he's like no it's just i don't i'm at a point where i don't want to hear her thoughts mm-hmm. uh, it's just gonna like be bad for me so he will go around and like um some people in his like apartment building or whatever and he'll like see what's going on with them um so it's somewhat like ghost-esque in a way mm-hmm. but also he um sometimes sees demons um oh, that can't like, be oh, good. okay that's that's intriguing so there's like a, a devil of some sorts that's pulling the strings but then like as i got further into the series things just got like more convoluted with mm-hmm. like so few characters that you're like following that you're just like what so <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i just got possessed by bob dylan and uh-huh. he was confused what no <laughs> uh but uh yeah it was it was okay like I, i'm glad i read it. i think the artwork looks good uh-huh. but the the overall like 
series itself wasn't wasn't that great. Um, and on the topic of hearing voices, there's a movie that came out in 2014 called The Voices that stars Ryan Reynolds and Anna Kendrick. Yeah. Have you seen this? We started it the other day. Amanda really wasn't into it, and so I need to finish it. <laughs> I was, but okay. I haven't. I've only watched like the first fifteen minutes, maybe. Okay, okay. And that's okay. when she tapped out. So. Okay. Uh. Oh boy. Okay. So I'll pump the brakes on it. Uh. As far okay. as like revealing too much. Um. I. I did think that. Um. I stuck with it. I was like entertained by it. Uh-huh. Um. So I, I wasn't looking for a whole lot. Um. Ryan Reynolds. He hears voices like in his head or whatever. It's not like he's got like supernatural powers. He's just like. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit of a Looney Tune. Um, he imagines his like dog and cat uh, speaking to him. Uh, also voiced by Ryan Reynolds. Um, oh, I didn't and, realize that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fun. And uh, I'll, I'll I'll say like the the movie and like the the poster for the movie. He's in this like mm-hmm. bright pink like um, like jumpsuit or whatever. Uh, movie's like very colorful, very like um, light and cheery mm-hmm. to a point, um, and then it's not. Uh, and I, I don't want to like say bloody, too much. I guess. Uh, well, mm-hmm. keep watching. Stay okay. tuned. Interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I, I, I felt like this movie was like, as it was being made, they were like, "This guys, we are making a cult classic. <laughs> we are, we're d- hey, to steal a phrase from a, the greatest podcast that no one ever listens to, we're fucking doing it, dude. Mm-hmm. So um, by the time it got to the end credits, I was like, oh, yeah, they were really, like, going all in that this is going to be, like, this, this is going to be something where, like, yeah. people are going to show this in theaters and there's going to be, like, sing-alongs and all this shit. And it's like, <laughs> not quite I don't think you mark. got there, yeah. man. I don't think so. <laughs> I but. totally get that vibe from what I saw. I was also entertained enough, mm-hmm. and Amanda just thought it was, like, weird. And I, I think she didn't, like, fully, she was like, I'm not going to watch this. She was like, I'm not sure about this. And I was like, well, I am. I'm going to finish it. I'll let you know if you should watch the rest of it. Yeah. kind of thing you know so i didn't expect a whole lot from it at once i saw the first 15 minutes and got sort of the tone mm-hmm. uh which is weird it's like black comedy you know it's like dark and bloody but it's also like weird and funny and quirky and stuff so um mm-hmm. i definitely want to finish it off but so far i haven't cared to pick, pick it back up so yeah um if you do let me know. Yeah, Let me yeah. know your thoughts. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and then uh, one thing I want to mention before I'll, I'll hand the mic over to you, um, even though I've got uh, two other things uh, okay. beyond this to, to mention. Um, I Man, I was like going through a variety of stuff uh, this week. Uh, to be honest, I thought, I'm going to watch this one thing. It's going to take up all my free time, so I only have one thing to discuss. Uh-huh. And that was I watched the documentary Crystal Lake Memories that you had recommended on the last show. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's a big, big chunk of time. I watched all of it, Stephen. <laughs> That's all crazy. It. It's almost seven hours. Yeah. But it's so good. It is it really, really good. Uh, it really, like, cinched for me that Jason Voorhees is, like, my favorite slasher. I just oh, love yeah? him so much. Right I, like, I've seen some of the, the the more recent movies. Not everything, but, like, mm-hmm. I uh, obviously, Freddy vs. Jason. It, yeah. it might be my like, favorite horror movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but, or my We've favorite slasher movie, I'll, I'll say. Yeah. yeah. Um, but... It's uh, I like that. I've seen the one where uh, uh, Jason takes Manhattan. I believe it's called. I've mm-hmm. seen that one. I've seen uh, uh, the Jason goes to hell. Is that what it is? Yeah. But he doesn't like die till the very end or whatever. Something. Yeah. I, that's where I stopped strange. last year. It's like the mm-hmm. ending of those. I need to watch those still. Mm-hmm. And of course, everyone's favorite, Jason X. Oh yeah. Oh my mm-hmm. God. When they. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've seen all the best ones. <laughs> 
when they interview the people in that documentary from that movie it's so like it's a marketed different quality i feel Mm -hmm. like that movie versus all the other ones even they're all kind of cheesy and bad sometimes whatever um jason x is really off the wall um it's it's crazy yeah but it's so cool that documentary to like hear the different people involved over the years like the different producers and writers like sean cunningham um who's like the first director i think but he's like Mm -hmm. been involved in that sense you know um but it's really cool like they really go into so much detail and interview so many people from the movies it's it's super fascinating documentary i really liked it yeah it really is. Uh, yeah, so for people rad. who have not watched it, it's uh, Stephen talked about it uh, in in depth last last episode. So mm-hmm. go check that out. But I will say I enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, I heard that uh, earlier this week. They I guess the the judge ruled yeah. that um, the original screenwriter was awarded the like the rights back or something like that so, or will yeah. Be? But it's all weird. Like because yeah. they they pointed out they were like yeah, but the first movie doesn't even have like Jason's not even the killer. That, so. that was what I was going to ask you. Yeah. Like, I, I fucking love Jason. He just looks so fucking cool. Yeah, right. He's, he's so sympathetic. Like, as far as, like, well, he's, like, ripping teenagers in half and shit, sure. like, folding them up in beds. But, like, I, get, guy, I can't stress you enough. I love <laughs> Freddy versus Jason. It, it makes him so sympathetic in that movie. Uh-huh. And uh, I, just, I, just, I just root for the guy, you yep. know? And, uh, he was, like, a makes bullied me, kid who was, you know? who died yeah. because people weren't paying attention to him. It's like, it's a sad story and he definitely deserves his come up, you know, his come up and yes. And like, them. as I'm watching this documentary again, all of it, I yeah. am like, <laughs> they need to make a new one. Like they've got this new Halloween totally uh, series that started and it's so fucking good. I would love them to do that with, I know with it. Jason, but like, yeah. but now that it, I guess the rights are going back to that original writer and he was on the record saying like, the reason it, it that original movie works is because it's like the mother who's the the killer. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. So I'm like, if the rights go back to him and they do decide to make a sequel, which ironically enough would be the thirteenth movie. I know. We've all been waiting it, for it. Mm-hmm. Would it just not have Jason Voorhees in like at all? Yeah. Is he not like if he does show up? Is it just going to be like the little like weird looking kid? Uh, with like no hockey mask and no yeah. like that's not what i want you know yeah i i do wonder that when i heard the right the rights were going back to him and then they were like well it's super convoluted though like mm-hmm. there's so many people and then mm-hmm. I, it just sucks for the fans that they can't get that worked out you know they, yeah they're always mm-hmm. trying but um especially because the last one they came out was 2009 which is mm-hmm. uh, just called friday the 13th mm-hmm. and it it was like a different era of reboots where mm-hmm. it was like the platinum dunes version. Like they did like Texas chainsaw massacre, which I really like that the newer one, but they, it's a different style than like Halloween 2018 and what they're doing yeah. now with things. And mm-hmm. I really think like somebody, a big fan of that franchise could do a lot with it and mm-hmm. make it more modern. It'd be really cool, but I don't want to go back to the mom at this point. Like I feel like that's, mm-hmm. that's so done. And like everybody knows Jason, like that's what you want. So it's like, I just mm-hmm. want them to work out the rights issues. And yeah give us a new movie you know <laughs> exactly yeah it'd be like if they decided to make like a new spider-man movie and it was like only uncle ben wasn't it i don't even know what he did for a living yeah. i think he was retired by the time like we, we met him <laughs> but yeah overall that was like a great documentary i you had uh, recommended um another couple of them um yeah and I, i'm certainly gonna check those out so I was going to uh, say, yeah. um, there's In Search of Darkness, which is the, the mm-hmm. 80s one, and I'm watching the, I think that's what it's called, and then I'm watching the sequel to that, 
right yeah. now on Shattered. And those are both like four and a half hour documentaries. And I forgot in the, f- the first one and the second one, um, one of the people that they, they interview all kinds of people, like people from like YouTube shows and podcasts and then people that mm-hmm. were in the movies and whatever made the movies. But they also had the lead singer of Slipknot is one of the oh, guys. Oh, Corey Taylor? Yeah. And he's... Oh, rad. Seems like a really cool dude. I've never seen mm-hmm. him without, like, the masks and stuff. Like, I've never... Mm-hmm. It's all the stuff that you've, like, shown me or whatever. Yeah. Um, and he's a huge horror fan, so he's in that. And then, so he's back for the sequel. And then um, Chris Jericho is also on there a bunch. And he's oh, really... Yeah. He has a lot of knowledge about horror movies, and he's super fascinating to listen to about them. Uh, so I'm so really glad cool. you know who Chris Jericho is, <laughs> because that's going to come up uh, later in the episode. Oh, perfect. Uh, him as a human yeah oh but man yes 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 interesting mm-hmm. interesting yeah so mm-hmm. uh it's been really cool too i like a lot of the stuff they've they've got going on on uh on shutter and those documentaries so mm-hmm. yeah i'm glad you checked that one out i'm surprised that you uh, committed that much time to it but it's it's super good mm-hmm. so it it really is yeah. yeah um but i finished that one i was like i kind of want to start uh what is the other one called in search the, of darkness the, in search of darkness yeah. but i was like mm-hmm. <sighs> That's going to just eat up all my extra time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I will, I will dive into that one. We're like, we need 88 minute movies and we need six and a half hour documentaries. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm fine with it. That's, that's my range. Yeah. Yeah, Nothing in between. That's all I want. That's all I want from, uh, from those. Um, like I said, I've got two other things to discuss before we get to the main topic, but do you have anything else that you would like to speak on yeah i have two just quick things because um one's not even out but i i didn't know if you had seen the poster uh, if you want to look this up for the black phone with ethan hawk have you seen oh. uh, the poster for this come out it looks really creepy to me and i'm really excited about it the black phone uh i remember i like, seeing an article about it i don't remember mm-hmm. seeing the poster let me let me look it up here you'll see it it's like ethan hawk in like a mask uh and it's super creepy looking. oh yes yeah yeah, yeah i've so got good. it oh boy yeah 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 i think he's playing uh I think he's one of the percussionists for Slipknot now. So, oh, okay, oh, that's that, interesting. Makes that makes sense. Oh, he's got glasses on. He's it's hard to see. <laughs> Does he have glasses on? Wait, he might. He's like a weird. I don't. I don't know a ton about the story, but I'm excited for it. Um, I follow uh, this author uh, and uh, whatever writer uh, Cargill in Austin, and he mm-hmm. and Scott Derrickson did this movie. They had done. They had co-written, and then Scott Derrickson directed Doctor Strange. And ever since then, like I started following Cargill. He's just good about like giving writing advice and just he's like a, a black lab puppy so he, he's just like a fun follow and this is their new movie it's based on a short story by joe hill um stephen king's son mm-hmm. um that's supposed to be pretty cool but apparently uh this just premiered at fantastic fest in austin and i uh, got really good reviews so far and they had done um uh, sinister with ethan hawk as well and um, i i've kind of come around to that movie i'm not a huge fan of it but i like it and I'm really excited for this one, though. And that poster alone, I'm just like, oh, my God, this looks so fucking creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's supposed to be I think it's like it takes place in the 70s or 80s. And it's like he kidnaps these kids and he's like a child murderer, like serial killer of some sort. I don't know a ton about it. I'm trying to keep it a little tight. Mm-hmm. But I just thought that poster was really rad. So I'm looking forward to that coming out whenever they actually release it to, to the world. So do we do we know when that is supposed to be? I don't because I was surprised they even premiered oh. it at Fantastic Fest, which was just like last week. It, it so. says on the poster I found, it says, in theaters, January 28th. Oh, it's coming up soon then. Yeah, right on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So uh, and looking forward to that one. And then um, Amanda and I have been, you know, we we have a lot of horror movies we watch every year and stuff. And some of them we're going to do for the show, like like Lost Boys Today and Fright mm-hmm. Night that I mentioned. I did a double feature last night with that. Uh, but we watch 
tons of different stuff. And we, we started like mid September, we were ready for fall and everything. So, uh, we finally made it through, like, I know what you did last summer and I still know what you did last summer, which I think I said last year I came back around on. And this year I was like (laughs) really into again. And oh, okay, I think, yeah. Yeah, and I think next year I'm going to be like, these are fucking crap. But that's the cycle, right? <laughs> yeah. You got to go in the cycle. How fascinating, it's right? It's so weird. Like, I yeah. really liked it this year. Like, there was some of the cinematography that I thought was really cool. Um, and so there's another one that we like a lot called Urban Legend that I've uh, talked a little bit about on this podcast before, I'm sure. Um, Urban Legend came out in 1998. It's another, like, Scream ripoff. And it's just, like, one, it, it takes place, I think they filmed in, toronto or vancouver or something like that but it, it takes place like in the um like east coast schools or whatever in the united mm. states yeah. and it just has this cool like fall vibe to it and we like the music and mm-hmm. the feeling of of it or whatever like it's just one that's really stuck with us over the years and so i was reading as i do like i went to the wikipedia page this year and i was looking at stuff and the director of that his name is jamie blanks and i was so fascinated by this little story on wikipedia um he got the he was an Australian film student and at, at school and he got the script for Scream like in 1993 hmm. or something like that or 1994. Wow. And he he was like, obviously, that went to Wes Craven, you know, the, the master. Um, obviously, I, I, he was not going to get it, but he tried to get Scream. And then he got the script for I know what you did. I know what you did last summer. And he really wanted the directing job. So he had made a short film in school and he sent that. Uh, along with he for three thousand dollars of his own money he got his friends together and they filmed a trailer for i know what you did last summer and it's just okay interesting because it's uh it's available on youtube you can like look up jamie blanks i know what you did last summer and there's like one video that someone put on it's like 50 seconds long and it's just like this quick trailer and so it was really fun we had just watched that movie and then we, we found this dude like he had done this so he sent his short film and he sent this trailer back to the producers of i know what you did last summer and they were like we totally want to hire you like just mm-hmm. this random dude basically did this and they're like, oh, you're you have the chops. Let's do this. But they already hired the director, uh, Jim Gillespie, for I know what you did, well, I know what you did last summer. So they're like, oh, we'll find something else for you. And eight months later, they gave him Urban Legend based on that short film and that trailer. And I just mm-hmm. thought it was like a really cool story, especially being from Australia. Like he you know, wasn't even in Hollywood, but he basically just put himself out there and then totally got a job off of it. Mm-hmm. And so I found his student film as well is also on YouTube um, by his school. They put it up on YouTube. It's only it has like 2000 views, though, but it's called Silent Number. And uh, it's like a 1993, like 14 or 15 minute short film. Um, well, there's like a babysitter and she gets, she's keeps getting phone calls, doesn't know like they have to like trace the call and all the stuff. Um, and it was cool. It had this like it had this total vibe. Like I, I saw it and the film style that he was doing. I was like, I 100 percent see Urban Legend in this. And mm-hmm. it's so cool. Um, it's a pretty good story. Like it ends kind of abruptly, I thought. But it was really fun. And I thought for a student film, it was really great. Um, so, yeah, you can check it out. It's called you can look up like Jamie Blank's Silent Number on YouTube. And okay. um, it's just like this cool little short film. And it, it was it was fun. It has kind of like a goosebumps goosebumps like feel to it to me like uh it's more like it's not like super violent or anything like that you know um it's just kind of a cool story so um it yeah. was fun though because we really like that movie a lot and i just loved hearing about his journey so mm-hmm. yeah awesome fuck yeah i'll check that out right on yeah hey, what what is urban legend good did you enjoy it you like i that love urban legend yeah Do you? okay um, that one I, we don't even go back and forth on anymore i just unabashedly love it now it's it just has a cool fall vibe it's got like a lot of cool like um 
not Freddy Krueger, but um, Robert England plays a mm-hmm. professor in it. They have uh, Brad Dorif, who's the voice of Chucky. Um, he plays like a small part in it. They have like a lot of like horror icons that kind of show up, and it's so oh, it's like cool. kind of cheeky and stuff. But um, mm-hmm. it's not like it's not super violent. It's it's definitely like a scream ripoff. But um, I like the characters, like Joshua Jackson's in it, and um, just like people that I you know you know from that era or whatever. And uh, mm-hmm. so I we still really dig that movie a lot. Yeah, it's super fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard that Robert England's cameo in Urban Legend is like one of the kids is like, oh man, what is a female dog called? And then he walks on screen. He's like, it's called a bitch, bitch. And then walks off screen. That's true. Is that yeah. right? So you've seen okay. it. Okay. Uh, I've seen that part you've of it. You've seen that part of it. Okay. I'm familiar with that. Yeah. That I clip. watched that one weekly, but otherwise, yeah. uh, I've not seen the actual full movie. You well, know? yeah. You, should, you would love it then, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I'll right look on. into that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, what um, else you got, man? I'm excited. Uh, so, okay, I've watched two additional things. Uh, one is an A24 film. I love A24. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's just uh, just good, like, good stories. Hell very yeah. cinematic, very, like, artful, right? So I watched a movie called The Lighthouse with oh, Green yeah. Goblin and Batman. Uh-huh. Uh, have you seen this movie? I know. I've heard of it. I've never seen okay. it, though. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued it's, by your thoughts. It's entirely in black and white, mm-hmm. which I kind of sussed out from the poster which yep. is also in black and white uh grayscale <laughs> for being honest um and then uh i was surprised to see that the picture like the the screen ratio mm. is just like a square essentially yeah. wild right yeah mm-hmm. and i did not expect that i was like uh i don't know why but it like adds something to the movie that's what they say it does yeah yeah, yeah. Intriguing. yeah i can't quite put my finger on it but it's like is it like imax in a way i don't know i don't yeah, know right. what it is but uh i was in intrigued by the the premise i really didn't know a whole lot about the movie outside of like the actors in the movie and then uh the lighthouse that they live in the lighthouse is not a character everyone who said the lighthouse (laughs) is a character can fuck right off immediately i hate that shit it's just a place it's a location but um yeah i uh this movie is like brutal in like certain aspects um i'm just gonna say that poor seagull um you'll know when you see it (laughs) But uh, is there, it a horror something? movie? I, I couldn't really yes. suss out what it was. It's like kind of a psychological thriller. Mm, okay. Um, and it's like somewhat uh, there's like a sinisterness about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like it's very like lived in and grimy as yeah. well. Um, the I think the Foley work on this is really expertly done. Um, because the sound of like, you know, they're right there, literally on the the, the coastline. Mm-hmm. Um, you hear a lot of rain. You hear the the rushing water. But there's also like leaky boards in the the house that they're staying in. That's connected to the lighthouse. That's mm-hmm. uh, when it rains, water leaks through the roof. And um, Stephen, if you think <laughs> there's not multiple scenes where someone. Fervently jacks off to a mermaid statue. You oh. are out of your goddamn mind. If you think there's not a <laughs> an image of a mermaid vagina in this movie, you're also out of your goddamn mind. Oh man, I've always wondered. <sighs> so this is Steven. the movie to tell me. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. That that sold me on the alone. It is better where it is wetter <laughs> under the sea. <laughs> Fantastic. 
but no, it, it was good. It did like end in a way where, and I kind of expected this going in where, uh, some of the other A24 movies I've seen, uh, they don't end with a, a period or exclamation point, but they do sometimes end with a question mark, um, which this one does. Uh, but I wasn't necessarily mad at it. I kind of knew what I was getting into when yeah. I saw the A24 logo. I thought, okay, th- I'm going to have to do some heavy lifting on this. Yeah, right. um, they also speak with like these... Uh, these like kind of crazy accents like olden timey but also like uh like uh, fucking green goblin he sounds like a, an old ship captain from mm-hmm. the the northeast and then robert pattinson's uh, mustache gets in the way of being able to see his mouth uh, make words sometimes is that and like a character into itself <sighs> i'm gonna pretend i didn't hear that i'm only really gonna pretend i didn't hear that it was such a heavy sigh Mm. Yeah, that's why Raphael dropped his in that first Ninja Turtle movie. You Am know? I right? Yep. Somebody was like, "Hey, I hear that uh, New York City is a is a character." <laughs> drops a sign, loses it. <laughs> April O'Neil has to defend herself now. He's like, "Fuck that bitch!" Oh wow! Bitch. Yeah, yeah. Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but yeah, like overall, it was it was enjoyable. Uh, I don't know that it's a, a feel good movie of the the decade for you. Totally, but. If you get in that mood, which I was in, it's certainly watchable. I'll, I'll go back and rewatch that movie again mm-hmm. at some point. Interesting. Like, okay. Yeah, it was good. I uh, thought it might uh, be now, like a one and done. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, yeah. like uh, there, there's some like artfulness to this movie that scratched an itch that I, I had at the moment. Um, yeah. Like, again, I would need to be in that that mood to to watch it uh, a second time. But like. I can get there sometimes. Interesting, yeah. I could be smart on occasion. <laughs> hey, guys, I can answer questions in my own brain. Yeah, okay? yeah it's okay. Yeah, I didn't know t- a ton about it, and um, mm-hmm. I was trying to remember who had directed it. it I, I was like, I think it's like Eggers, and it's, it's Robert Eggers, mm-hmm. and he had done yes. the uh, the Vivitch, the Witch. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to revisit the Witch because I wasn't a huge fan of that, but a lot of people Same. are. Mm-hmm. And with this one, too, like... It, I, I get that he's he does like a certain vibe a certain um, like that he, he does really good like atmospherics like the the witch totally felt like that era and it felt hard like it was a hard life and it was really interesting but it's a really hard watch for me it was like it's something I can just throw on because it also is not a feel good movie and then this one I've heard such good things about but I'm like when do you just put that on like what made you decide to watch this when you did I guess. Um, I think I had like finished that, uh, Crystal Lake memories mm-hmm. and I was in the mood for like watching some like horror stuff, but I wanted something like, because the, the documentary is so like on the surface being, be, uh, people being so upfront about their feelings about filming and, you know, sure. just going through the, the story. I wanted something with a bit more subtext and I was like, you know what? I feel like this eight, a 24 movie is going to make me like annoyed any other time i would watch this but i'm like i just want to see someone get stabbed with a a horseshoe (laughs) but like at this point i was i was like you know what let's let's uh let's try to class this joint up a little bit so yeah and plus it was like late at night i was like in bed i didn't want to watch anything like too gross but Mm -hmm. i was going to be up for a little while so i was like i'll i'll try this and and at least get the tone for it and i ended up watching about like half of it right on uh, before i went to bed so it wasn't uh wasn't anything like too creepy or mm-hmm. whatever like the last time i got like genuinely creeped out at a horror movie was also another a24 movie which was hereditary oh yeah uh and like for people who haven't seen it like i'll, I'll try not to spoil this but like there's a point where like uh 
someone or something is like banging their head against a door and it just like there's it just skews me out so much the uh-huh. way it was like shot and like shown to the audience and it's just ugh, it, it gives me gives me the creepy crawlies yeah for sure but um but i too have also been wanting to rewatch the witch i didn't really like i wasn't like really in the mood for that movie at the time i watched it i think same yeah yeah and but i i like <laughs> i like the end of the movie there's also a, uh-huh. a creepy part uh, that yeah. happens, and uh, I actually have like a, a black Philip Funko Pop behind me that oh, I've really? had for like years. Yeah, that's fun. I, I think that that's cool. But um, it had a yeah, lot of so. parts to it that I liked, but I didn't click with me when I watched it. I think you're right. Like I was also mm-hmm. not in the right mood, the right headspace for it. Yeah. Um, and now I know what happens a little bit. Like I've forgotten a lot about like the the big a big chunk of the story of really what happens mm-hmm. in the middle. But like now I know yeah. how it kind of ends and like what's happening. I'm like I think I need to revisit that at some point. But it's just a yeah. hard one to to know when to throw on you know mm-hmm. so much yeah. easier for me i have so many other like 80s movies i grew up with and 90s horror movies i grew up with they're so easy mm-hmm. to throw on and that's like do i want to feel feelings right now mm-hmm. uh i guess i'm putting on the witch you know <laughs> so <laughs> um and plus like anya taylor joy's in it and that was the totally. first movie i'd seen her in same yeah, and yeah. uh i was like is she the witch because she has a very particular face shape mm-hmm. but now like no, I'm into it, you know, like, yeah, as an like, adult, like, she's grown up. Oh, yeah, you're like, oh, like, okay, cool. <laughs> the, the recent red carpet uh, pictures of her oh, my for God. Uh, that new Edgar Wright movie. Holy shit. Oh, I'm that, like, so pink dress? excited for that movie, too, but, oh, man. Um, yeah, her dress is, like, yellow. Uh, oh, I saw one where she was in a pink dress. She looked like a uh, Princess Peach. Oh, I was like, let's, let's peel this peach open, you know what I'm saying? On <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Joy in a pink dress? Yes. I gotta look that up. She's got this little uh, pink hat as well. Oh, I like pink hats. Mm-hmm. Oh, I never saw this one. Oh, well. Interesting. Mm-hmm. You have now. You should look up uh, the yellow one. The yellow dress? Uh-huh. Okay. This is satisfying for the listeners, It's I definitely think. satisfying for them. <laughs> Do you want to go just like through some yellow, through some uh, Wikipedia pages as well? Uh, yeah. Yeah. What I, else are we doing? Fill the time? Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah! The, oh yeah! With her her hair up and uh, this uh, crazy like bun looking thing. Totally crazy! Yeah, mm-hmm. she looks just phenomenal. She looks like um, just a movie star. Like I feel like she, she came yeah, out yeah, the yeah. gate. She's just like set up as a movie star right away. Like and she has such a presence. Very much so. Uh, yeah. I texted you last night that I was uh, I had watched like four movies yesterday. Yeah. And totally I uh, I actually like I was going to bed. I was like, well, I'm, I feel like I've got like a little bit of time before I fall asleep. So I started a fifth one, oh, really? uh, and it's like a classic like <laughs> monster movie that I'll talk about on the next episode. But oh, yeah. like the 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 woman that's in this movie, I'm like, yeah, she just looks like Hollywood like mm. glitz and glamour from back in the day, and right. like Anya Taylor Joy does. So yeah, that's a, totally a good fits. comparison. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah. So what else you got, man? Uh, the Lighthouse uh, is good. Certainly worth watching. Mm. What is not worth watching? <laughs> So two of my other That's movies good, that I watched yesterday, uh, Stephen, I don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, a movie has just come out in theaters called Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Uh, I could not stop myself from going to see this you movie. You saw Venom? Venom 2, yes. Yeah. Uh, and leading up to it, I started out my morning by rewatching the first Venom, which I did not care for. I talked about it back in the day when yeah, the movie yeah. came out, so check the feed for that. But um, 
I rewatched the first movie just to like get a feel for it because I was like, I didn't, I didn't enjoy this. Maybe it changed. Uh, I didn't enjoy the second mm-hmm. time, but like, <laughs> I thought, let me at least get like a sense of the tone. And this is the tone to beat, right? Like, yeah, okay, yeah. it's the first movie out of the gate. Whatever, maybe they'll do better for the next one. Andy Serkis was directing this next movie, and he's just like a motion capture mm-hmm. master, right? He's a wizard of the form. And I thought maybe this will be better. He's he's an actor himself. Sure, maybe he can like. Be like, no, all this stuff from the first movie is bad. Let's do it differently. Um, but then I like saw <laughs> that trailer. That. <laughs> I, I saw that. I saw that the first trailer for Let There Be Carnage. Uh, first of all, I fucking hate that title. It's so stupid. I really kind of hate it too. I'm glad you said that. It's it's a title by committee. If I've ever heard yeah. one, it's just like you could have just called it. They're like we nailed Venom it. Two. Yeah, Carnage or whatever. You know, like literally any other thing. Yeah. Um, but they didn't. Could be a good tagline. Let yeah. there be carnage. I'd be down with that. Oh, that would be a good tagline. Right? Yeah, just call it Venom Two. <laughs> yeah, 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 and do that. Um, but so I saw that first trailer and I was like, "Are these, are these effects done? Because it looks bad." <laughs> I know people say anytime they see CG like in the MCU, like any any movie, they're like, "Oh, it looks like a video game." This straight up looks like a video game. It looks mm. like a PS2 cutscene almost. Oh, that's even better. Um, and I thought, well, maybe when I see this in theaters, because I cannot help but to go see it. Uh, I feel like I'm the the spider correspondent on the show. Uh, maybe it'll be better in theaters. Mm. Spoilers, it's not. Uh, <laughs> the performances are not better. The tone is almost exactly the same. Uh-oh. So I don't know if like the studio was breathing down Circus's neck or whatever, but like it's this movie is not good. Oh man, I, I would say this movie is just straight up bad. Uh, I've not seen Andy Circus's uh, like that Jungle Book movie he did. Uh-huh. I think it's just called Mowgli. Yeah, um, I thought the CGI on that looked questionable as well from the trailers. From the trailer yeah. I saw, but uh, for Venom two, like I don't know how this movie got made i do not understand like i know it got made because the first one was successful sure but like the 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 i think watching this movie is a good exercise for people who are like what is what is it that makes a good movie or like how how can a good movie possibly get made because it takes so much effort from Mm -hmm. every part of it to make a good movie and this movie highlights that because <laughs> there's no not. connective tissue like there's no like good transitions between scenes it's like a bad snl sketch and that like mm. well i guess we're done with this scene so let's it just like stops and then like a new scene starts right. and then like sometimes they they do this weird thing where it's like uh they adr like people's lines where it's like mm-hmm. well we have to throw this voiceover in because it's not obvious what's going on in the scene so we'll just have this like bleed over into the next scene but it doesn't it doesn't work hmm. like no aspect of this works. There's um, scenes where uh, uh, Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock is talking to his symbiote that like comes out of his body and they like have like conversations together. And Tom Hardy is like looking at one point in the screen, but it doesn't look like he's looking at Uh-oh. the little like floating venom face. And I'm like, they should have had a stand in. And then I like looked up online later and they did have a stand in, but they just didn't have the eye line down or something. Weird. It was weird, man. Like it, it just there's so much like disconnect in this thing that it just didn't. No, didn't didn't work. It didn't work for me. Um, so I'm like going through this movie and like it's PG-13 as well. And I feel yeah. like if they could. I don't know that seeing blood and gore would have made this movie better, but certainly when you have a a character who is a serial killer, 
mm-hmm. who is like his his like big thing is like he just kills people. He just slays people without remorse or regret. Like that's just his that's just how he's living his life. You you probably do need to see some some of that. Yeah. Otherwise it it's just confusing. It's like, well what makes him so scary, you know? And then I I don't know how familiar you are with Carnage as a character, <laughs> but not at all, really, yeah. So uh, the a portion of the Venom symbiote in the the comics and the cartoon and in this movie in a way like gets left behind and gets stuck on Woody Harrelson's finger. He plays a character called Cletus Cassidy. He's in prison. Uh, he's a serial killer. He's getting ready to be executed mm-hmm. in this movie, and he bites Eddie Brock, and then um, a portion of that symbiote gets in his blood, and then you know he becomes Carnage. My whole thing is like. Eddie Brock has been Venom for a while. He's a big, like, hulking character. And then, like, whenever he, he shows up to face down Carnage, the Venom symbiote, like, retreats back into Eddie Brock's body. He's like, oh, he's scary. It's a red one. I'm, I'm afraid. <laughs> but it's like, why? Just because he's red? That's weird. Like, there's no, there, I, there's zero motivation for any character to do anything oh, in this man. movie at any point. It's just like, well, we got to have this happen because we're fucking making a movie. I'm so excited for the pitch meeting, like YouTube video on this movie because it's <laughs> yeah. There's it's, it has to be like an hour and a half long because there's just like so much to pick apart on this movie. It's insane to me, but um, I will say to the movie's credit, it's like an hour and thirty seven minutes long, so it's short. Nice. So I'm not trapped in there. Uh, for two hours, like it was with the first Venom movie, it was like an hour and fifty something minutes. But <laughs> Stephen, uh, much like the 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 first Venom movie, the the stylized credits play, and then there's a post credit scene. Uh, it's a quick aside um, because I had just previously watched the first Venom movie before oh, uh-huh. watching this one. Stylized credits exactly the same Uh-oh. as the first one. <laughs> like they do this Rorschach. <laughs> like test looking uh stylized credits mm-hmm. it's exactly the same except for like sometimes the little like rorschach symbiote that shows up is red if you oh. can believe it oh he's scary it's red um, they really doubled down on everything right for the first they, one They're like almost minimal this effort. was great yeah <laughs> it is insane and of course because the first movie ended with an eminem song the second movie also has a new eminem song oh man um featuring some other people skyly gray and others but um after that there's a post-credit scene and that post-credit scene is almost worth the price of admission oh. i will say steven all i'm not going to mention it here but after we're done recording I, mean, I will yeah, tell you please because you don't need to watch this movie you don't need to watch the first fucking movie yeah does not matter but i have to tell you about this post-credit scene Almost the entire reason I'm bringing it up on this podcast. <laughs> but the movie sucks. I hope people enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, I guess Venom looks cool sometimes, but uh, not mostly. Really no. overall. No. Well, in the same way that you've said some things today that have been like, oh, like, that's great. I'm glad you watched The Lighthouse. You know, I've been meaning mm-hmm. to watch that. There are other times when I'm like, oh, I would never want to watch X movie. And mm-hmm. uh, and Venom and, and Venom and Let There Be Carnage are, are two of those. And so I'm glad that you took the, the bullet for me. And let that, me know that, you know? That was when I was having a little uh, Herman's Head-esque discussion with oh, yeah. voices in my head. Mm-hmm. I was, like, going back and forth. I was like, wait, was this good? And then, like, there was just uniformity. They were, they were all like, no, um, this is all bad. Yeah. And then we got to that post credit <laughs> scene, and then, like, maybe a couple of them were like, well, I don't, well. You I know? did kind of like that part. I, You know? 
It's, it's That's intriguing. A oh, man, I'm so ready for the end of the show now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, that is the entirety of all of my, like, horror adjacent awesome, yeah. stuff. Uh, Venom is horror because uh, it came out in October and there's monsters in it? Yeah. Sure. And it's horrible. A horrible. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, okay. a horrible. Man, I would, I would eat some cereal out of that. No milk, please. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, the horror, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I could cut the roof of my mouth, you know. Don't make it softer. Mm-hmm. Gotta get that mm-hmm. jagged piece in my mouth. So, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, Is that what that Alanis Morissette album was about? It's about cereal without milk. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, jagged little pills. What she would call the dry cereal. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little known fact about her, but yeah, she and I used to live together in in California, so it's like a whole big thing with us. It's a little known fact, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Spot on. Huh? Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah. Um, so are we ready for our main topic then? I think so. <gasps> oh my gosh. So you had suggested this, right, for us to watch because this is a, The Lost Boys is not a movie you had seen before. Right. Yeah, I feel like it's a, a classic amongst people from our generation. Yeah. Um, people often refer to this and um, it's it's mentioned in pop culture, but yeah, I've never, never seen it. Mm-hmm. I knew what the poster looked like. And yeah. I knew it involved vampires. Simple enough. Yeah. Keep yep. it easy. Mm-hmm. So this is, yeah, from 1987. Um, I wanted to save my history with it a little bit. I don't remember like the first time I watched this movie, but I've it's kind of always been one of the horror movies I watch um, year after year. And then uh, my wife, Amanda, also likes this movie a lot. We were talking about that last night. She was curious, too, what you would think of this. And uh, she was like, well, maybe, you know, part of it is is just nostalgia, but she was then she realized she didn't watch this movie as a kid she she saw it with me mm. we've been together so long since we were 16 so it's like hard to remember yeah. some of our our memories are so intertwined you know we mm-hmm. kind of forget but she's known this movie still like you know probably for like two decades now whatever and uh and she really digs it too um but i i do recognize its 80s-ness and there is definitely some nostalgia there for me so i'm very curious okay. For what you would think of it you know watching it out the first time this time so yeah um and let's just put down a blanket spoiler bed yeah, right sure. here um so you can nestle up in that bad boy oh, yeah. and uh surely people who are not me have seen this movie before yeah, like a- <laughs> um for whatever reason like i grew up not watching a lot of horror movies or if i did it was on tv and therefore if i go back to rewatch it it's gonna be like almost totally different because there's gonna be like gore and death and shit totally in there. yeah um a lot of uh, hey you want to talk about tango and cash hey <laughs> i'm your fucking guy dude <laughs> i've never seen tango and cash oh my god oh my god i was here about it and i have no idea what it's about at all uh, add it to the horror list uh, mm-hmm. discussion. You know, we're going to go six weeks on this bitch. Yeah, right. On this some bitch. <laughs> um, but uh, I do not like movies that take place in the 80s for the most part because mm. the fashion is just atrocious. And I was born in the early 80s. So I don't know if I'm just like, it's like too close, you know. Yeah. It's <laughs> just bad, yeah. You know, it's, I, I love, I love that the Ninja Turtles happened in the eighties, you know, uh-huh. there's, there's like late, some nostalgia. Though, right? Yeah. That yeah. first movie was in the, uh, it was 1990. 1990. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, that cartoon, uh, mm-hmm. the Fred Wolf cartoon was in 87. Yeah. Oh my God. Same year as this same movie. Same year. I like to think of that. So imagine Ninja Turtles is on the TV. This movie's uh-huh. in theaters. Wow. It's a weird thing to think about. Right. Especially cause mm-hmm. we weren't old enough really to watch this. Right. Yeah. Out, you know, so, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like, 
most of the like fashion mm-hmm. from the 80s just looks so fucking annoying to me <laughs> that I was like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not down with this. Uh, so like, but I knew, I knew what I was getting into, yeah. you know, um, it's part of the charm to me. I, I knew that, uh, Corey Feldman voices mm-hmm. Donatello in the go. 90 movie, right? That's the yep. connective tissue. Um, and this was the last mo- full movie I watched before recording this podcast like i said i started mm. another one i've not finished it um uh, so this is the last full movie which is a nice bookend because the very first like horror thing i watched this week was that uh, uh crystal lake memories which is mm. hosted by Corey feldman totally so, so yeah i've had a lot I of got, feldman uh, in your life lately mm-hmm. yeah yeah got a uh, double-ended donatello's over here <laughs> <laughs> i just pictured that uh-huh. With like a long neck, Stephen the turtle head. He has up. a bow staff. What's that boy doing with a bow staff? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but uh, so I'm uh, I I I knew what I was getting into for the most part. Like uh-huh. generally speaking, did not know what the like story was. Didn't know who the actors were until the movie started. Oh, okay. Oh man, that's so <sighs> exciting! So you didn't watch a trailer for this before you watched it. No, not at you all. Kind of went no, because whatever oh, you had previously, mm-hmm. just know it about. I, yeah, I took the band Corn's advice and I went in blind, and I, I, I was just watching the movie, just letting it wash over me. My wife hadn't seen it previously, so we we're watching this together. Uh-huh. And um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, I'll, you, you, I'll, I'll tell you about this okay. later. Just remind me, I'll, I'll bring okay. it up. Um, I enjoyed this movie very much oh i really did oh, i really man. did that's exciting uh, um I, I knew there was something called the frog brothers in it uh-huh. but i didn't know i thought it was like i knew the two Corys were in this movie i thought they were going to be brothers gotcha but yeah, yeah, yeah. they were clearly not but um uh yeah man like a portion of this movie takes place in a comic book shop uh fuck yeah dude i kept thinking i was like there are parts of this that i think brent would like but you never know but I'm like, mm-hmm. the fact that they are all about comic books and that's how they get all their knowledge about vampires mm-hmm. is like really fun. And the yeah. the whole comic book scene where they're giving Corey Ham a bunch of shit because of his awful clothes, by the way. Uh, I mean. Those are real bad. Uh, <laughs> but when he, he goes through this whole thing about like putting the Superman 200s next to the 15s or whatever, like all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's, uh, it's like, I don't know how good that sounds to like an actual comic book reader like you, but it's like, it's like they try to put something in there, you know? So mm-hmm. yeah. I was like, maybe Brandon liked this part. I don't know. Yeah. And he did. That's cool. Uh, I mean, that, that was fun. Um, I'm just gonna be upfront. I don't think I like Jason Patrick as an actor. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> Cause I, I feel like I, I will never be able to forgive him for speed Two. Uh, okay yes i know that that happened like way down the road but like yeah. in this movie i was like oh fucking jason patrick's in this movie but right. honestly like to his credit i don't think he was bad in this movie i like him in this uh, one yeah 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 i like the, mm-hmm. i yeah i brought him up to amanda because we were like she was like what else who is that guy and i was like it's jason patrick and she's like she kind of knew it but she was like we realized like i don't really know him from a lot of stuff and it's i literally know him from this and speed to cruise control and she was like oh my god that is him and then i was like and that's pretty much it like i i just don't know a lot of his stuff but i like him in this movie because i like this movie so much uh and that one is not good so there's a really fun movie called the losers that's based on a dc comics property yeah and he is the villain in the movie okay and i I I love that comic series Mm -hmm. so much the, the series that it's based on but the 
the the villain in the comic you don't ever see his like face or whatever mm. um but in the movie it's just like fucking jason patrick and he's chewing up all the goddamn scenery um yeah but like i don't know like i don't feel like he has the charisma to pull off like what he's trying to go for mm. honestly i just don't even, <laughs> it's so mean i don't even like his face i don't like his <laughs> face <laughs> <laughs> something about it where I'm like this guy is his, like part of his DNA is like uncanny valley. Oh yeah, okay. To me, I don't I don't know why I'm just like this is a. I feel like aliens are trying to trick us right now. Oh my now. god, that's so funny. Is he a lizard person? I don't even yeah. believe in like conspiracy theories like that. But I'm like, is this guy? Until <laughs> I saw Jason Patrick, and I was like, oh, yeah. maybe this is real. Uh, like Alex Jones, you tell me, yeah. is he is he a lizard person? <laughs> Oh but, my god, uh, that's yeah. so funny. Mm-hmm. So but, yeah, uh, he, yeah, he's one one part of that though. There are so many people in this. Um, like, what do you think of Kiefer? Uh, Kiefer is always good. You I know, fucking um, love him always. Yep, and he's great in this. Uh, when we were watching the movie last night, my wife was like, "Wait, who is this person? Who is that person?" And we were like trying to go through, and it's it's kind of like a fun mental exercise mm-hmm. for me, where I'm like. I know this person from X, but you know this person yeah, right. from, you know, that's <laughs> like, fun. I always go through sometimes I'll be like trying to explain to Amanda, like who this person is. And I'm like, well, they were on two episodes of Grey's Anatomy when you and I still watched it. <laughs> Do you remember yeah. like this doctor showed up or whatever? Like it's always like trying to find like a TV show. She's seen someone in or whatever. What was it? We were trying to figure out uh, where she knew Kiefer Sutherland. Oh. And it was like, <laughs> yeah. um, wow. he's been in this and this. I'm like, I don't know if you remember any of this stuff. My wife does not have a good uh, uh, memory for like movies. Mm-hmm. She'll often be like, oh, we should watch this movie. And I'll be like, oh, we watched it six years ago. You didn't like it. Yeah. And she's like, oh, okay. All right. So, I'll find else. so uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, so we were trying to go through that with Kiefer Sutherland. I was like, now, he was the lead in 24, mm-hmm. a show we did not watch, but it was on for such a long time that surely you've seen commercials for right. it. He was the villain in Phone Booth. I'm like, oh, I'm mm. trying to rack my brain. I'm like, what other stuff she might have seen? And she was like, I'll just look up a picture of him. Oh, okay, that guy. Okay, fine. Um, yeah, he's but, been in so much stuff that I've seen. Like, I'm trying to think of stuff that she might know him from or whatever, mm-hmm. but he's uh, just one of those I actors. think she just, like, just, like, looked up a picture of him yeah. and was like, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, it's like, it's Jack Bauer. She's like, that means nothing to me. I'm like, okay, sorry. I don't, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, um. I'm trying my best here. Uh, and then, uh, it, it, it was kind of funny to me because, like, there's so many, like, people that I, I recognize from other media, like, um, when uh, the the video store guy shows up, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's fucking Richie Rich's dad. Oh, uh, <laughs> that is him, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's one out like I don't know from a lot of stuff, um, mm-hmm. but I know him so well from this. But yeah, Richard Rich's dad, um, Alex Winter from yes, Bill and Ted's. Yeah. Bill S. Preston Esquire yeah. shows up in this fucking thing, barely has any lines. He's, yeah, he barely talks. He has like a, a curly mullet. Um, yeah. They all look really weird, but I, I really like the the style of this movie um, from like the costumes to the set design and stuff. I just I really dig a lot of it. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it has a lot of, you know, 80s people like. Diane uh, Weist or Weist, I forget how you say your name, mm-hmm. the, the mom. Um, I knew her from like Footloose. And she's, she's been in so many things. She's in tons I also of had, stuff. Yeah. I was like, I've seen her in something. Like, yeah. I recognize her as a person. And oh my God, she's like, I love her in this movie. Oh, she's fantastic. She's so yeah. good. Like, I, I honestly, I'm going to say, like, for the most part, I think everyone has like really good, like, fun performances. Mm-hmm. Like, um, after. 
uh, since I already said I, I enjoyed it, uh, after the movie was over, my wife was like, I did not care for this movie. <laughs> I was like, I would certainly watch this again. Not right yeah. now, but like later down the road. Uh-huh. Uh, this is like utterly watchable for me. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. performances were fun. I loved her. I thought like as a mom character, she was just like fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's a point where she has to like run home because her kids are in danger. Like she doesn't hesitate at all. I know, like, right? She like leading up to it. She was like, look, I really want to go on this date. Just fucking help me out. You little greasy shit. Yeah. Like I'm trying to get you know, like here. A, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Help your mom get laid. Yeah. 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 I heard something on this podcast uh, about uh, a mermaid's puss, and that's about where I'm at. <laughs> so. <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. Um. But yeah, like she's she's there for her kids. She's just like an excellent like movie mom, right? Uh-huh. She's got that 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 uh, that fun energy there. Um. But uh. Yeah, um, I, I, I take it you enjoy this movie, like you yeah. always have enjoyed this movie? I liked it just as much, yeah, every time. We watch this movie every year. We watch it multiple times a year, honestly. Like, we'll put this on, even not just October and Horror Movie Month, you know, it's just one that we really like a lot. Um, yeah. And I really like the Corys in that era. Like, this is post-Corey Feldman being in uh, the Friday the 13th Part 4. This is uh, a year before he was in The Burbs, which is another one that we, we love to watch. Um, Corey Haim, especially in this era, like I watched a ton of movies with him in it. Um, I was reading about his tragic drug addiction and, and death um, after this as well, which is really sad. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh, but during this era, like he was so, so popular. He was crazy. Um, mm-hmm. And then like Jamie Gertz, I fucking have a huge crush on Jamie Gertz. Oh yeah. Who plays star. That was the one. That was the one yeah. when she showed up. She was like, I know this lady from something And I was going through there and she was like, my, uh, my wife. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I have to censor that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, she, she looked it up and she was like, Oh, you know where I know her from? And I was like, Oh, this is a fun game. So yeah. I, we like paused it and I was like, uh, I feel like she was in a movie with uh, like this mo- character or, or this actor, this actor. She's like, no. I was like, hmm. Twister. You know her from <laughs> Twister. She's like, yep. <laughs> yeah, right on. <laughs> we got cows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah she's uh, she was such an 80s staple. And then, yeah, still went on to do a lot of things. Um, mm-hmm. I thought she might have known her, too. She did like a didn't she do like a sitcom for a while? That's what I thought. Um, I, I couldn't quite place it, but um Still standing, maybe. I don't oh, know. Oh, is that like a, a Tim Allen? Yeah, I don't show know who this one was. Um, has a lot of people I don't know. I I looked her up uh, not too long ago because she she had this show called The Neighbors from 2012 hmm. to 2014 that I don't remember at all coming out. Yeah. And the story revolves a family of humans living in a community of extraterrestrials that like look like <laughs> humans. And I was like, what? what? The fuck? You should look this shit up online. The Neighbors 2012 TV series. As the it, the effects look atrocious, um, it looks so bad. But I was like, I did not remember this at all, and it aired for like two seasons, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, she's she. I mostly knew her from like '80s stuff or whatever, and this is one of them. They she got this role because Jason Patrick had just done a movie with her called Solar Babies, which is another movie from the '80s. <laughs> yeah, that I don't know, like hardly anybody that's ever heard of it, you know. Uh, and I grew up on it and stuff, um, so I had a huge crush on her from that. And then, uh, and then this one as well, like her, her flowing curly hair in this movie, like she just looks fucking hot the whole time. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, she, she really does look great. Yeah. But, uh, really and I is. love like the, uh, there's so many characters in this, like even people I don't really know, like 
some of those like Jamie Gertz, the 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 Corys, uh, even Jason Patrick, definitely Kiefer Sutherland. Like I recognize them from so many other things, and I I you know, look back at this and be like, oh, I remember that. But uh, Bernard Hughes, who plays the grandpa, is like one of my favorite characters. Um, he mm-hmm. has like that drawer in his fridge that he's like, this is grandpa's drawer. It keeps my soda pops and my 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 Oreos. Don't touch it. Like he's just so yeah, fucking yeah. funny, um, yeah. and the way he plays his role in the movie and everything is great. He uses Windex as a like a cologne at one point. You know, does he to go on a date? Yeah, I missed that part. He every oh, time he was great. on screen, it's just like some wild shit was he's going so on. Like, weird. yeah, there's a point where like uh, Michael walks in and he's like, "Oh, I'm not the only one who got laid last night." It's like, "Oh man, your grandpa fucks." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Grandpa's out there just tearing up ass left and right. Damn. <laughs> he gets like the TV guide and he's like, if I have the TV guide, I don't need a TV. It's like, oh man, you're such a crotchety old grandpa, man. <laughs> and there's a point in the movie where like he's got, um, you know, like in like, like cartoons of like doctors or whatever, they have that like metal, like oh, silver yeah, disc yeah, on yeah. their forehead. Yeah. He's got one of those over his eye, yeah. but the way it's shot, you could perfectly see his eyeball. Oh, like, I don't know great. if they had to like have like, look at this like tennis ball over here or right. whatever because we could see your eyeball perfectly, but it was just how is that helping him at all? That's like I wondered about repurposing that. like a pizza cutter and putting it over your eye to like I was like, it's around not a magnifying invention. glass. He's using, yeah, I was like, is it supposed to like you're focusing? Like, if you put that over your eye, that's all you can see, whatever you're working on. But I'm like, I don't see how that, why that would do anything. Yeah. Um, it's just so weird. Like, another quirk of his or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's... Uh, there's a lot of great things about this movie. Um, I had mentioned it to you before the... Like, last episode, I guess, when we were talking about it. It's a Joel Schumacher movie. So, um, yeah. first up, I had forgotten uh, when it when it comes on screen, the credits, it says a Richard Donner production. And um, I know. it said that the first script that was sold for this film was going to be younger. It was going to be like 14 year old vampires. And then the frog brothers and Corey Haim were going to be like eight to nine year olds that were oh. like a bubblegum type of group, you know, like they were, everything was younger or whatever. Um, and then it was going to be, it was made in the style of like the Goonies, which uh, Richard Donner had just come off of making. Mm-hmm. And then he went on to do other things, but he stayed as a producer and Joel Schumacher hired a new guy to like age it up, age everybody up and then make it sexier and stuff. And so it's like a weird vibe of, Kind of like Goonies, but older, and like uh, I like how it kind of comes out in the end, you know. Yeah, that, I was picking up on that vibe as well. Plus, uh, Corey Feldman's in that as well, mm-hmm. so there's yeah, some, right. some crossover there. Yeah. Um, when they go down into the vampires, a little lair that looked like a, a could be a set from Goonies to uh-huh. me. Oh uh, yeah, like totally cave, right. Cave scenes. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I thought the the makeup and the prosthetics had a, a similar vibe, mm-hmm. uh, but also like. Uh, stood apart. It wasn't like overly done. Um, yeah. Makeup, you know. Oh, Kiefer Sutherland's is so good to me because it looks mm-hmm. like him, but just angrier. Like he has a big forehead and it's like kind of like pointy and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, some of it's just like really simple, like their feet hanging onto the bars when they're sleeping and stuff. So <sighs> creepy, but so effective. Uh, it has like uh, an opposable thumb yes, on the back of their it's foot. Disgusting. And it, it shows it on screen like a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. And as it did it, my wife, who is like not, it has like an anti foot fetish. I looked at her and she was like, why? <laughs> it's made for her. And I, I told Man. her, like, hey, you know what? This is for you. There's a separate part of this movie that uh, just disgusts me uh, mm-hmm. that we'll get into. Um, that, yeah, it's just like everything in this movie is just like, so well done like despite the 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 weird like fashion in this movie i was oh, yeah, like right. okay i'm still i'm still, still into on it board. 
Um, do you want to go through uh, some of the notes uh, yeah. that we've we've got here? Uh, well, first, yeah, I was just gonna say that again with with Joel Schumacher directing it. I his filmography is so weird. I just looked to he did Phone Booth, like you just mentioned with uh, mm-hmm. Kiefer. That's oh, he maybe did. Why he? Yeah. Uh, apparently, interesting. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has like such a weird filmography. Some things I, I like and some things I don't. But this is one that I really, really like. Um, he also did Flatliners with Kiefer Sutherland in 1990. I like that movie mm-hmm. a lot. It's kind of creepy and stuff. But then he, yeah, Batman Forever. And oh, and he did Batman and Robin. He did both of those. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And in between that, he did A Time to Kill with Sam Jackson and Matthew McConaughey, which I really love that movie. Oh, wow. It's like a John Grisham novel. And it's like deep south you know like mm-hmm. a race story and everything keepers in that one as well i guess he just always works with him mm-hmm. um he plays like a, a racist in it um but the batman and robin movies like that that stuff like ruined those movies you know like they're so bad and that's why i'm really excited to see them again but i'm like how could i love this and this style like this the lost mm-hmm. boys has such, such a style to it uh, mm-hmm. as well and i love it and then i'm like how could that same guy do something like take batman and make me fucking hate it you exactly know? right wild. like people forget that there was a point after these uh schumacher movies where batman was a joke like people did totally not like wild, yeah. batman and then like the christopher nolan movies like the reboot put him back in the yeah. consciousness of, of people and uh, in a great way yeah yeah um man wild it, it is kind of when i saw the richard donner at the beginning of this uh-huh. i was like oh the director of Superman, and then the director of a couple of Batman movies, if you want to oh, call them that. Oh, there you go, yeah. Uh, this is like the first Batman versus Superman movie, essentially. <laughs> I think we can all agree. I, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. It There's definitely a Superman has a comics in there, uh-huh. and then like... Batman. They, they turn to fucking Batman, yeah, dude. He's right there, man. And right there. <laughs> you don't even know, dude. But yeah, uh, yeah. that's funny. Interesting. Um, so Interesting. yeah, like cast and stuff that you mentioned. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, directed by Joel Schumacher, screenplay uh, by Janice Fisher, Jeffrey Bohm, and wait a minute, James Jeremiah. Any relation? Uh, you do have to d- divest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's different. Okay. Like actually, Carrie Fisher. Uh, no, Carrie Fisher has a wait. Only Carrie Fisher has an, a senior name, does she? Because I do. I do accept her as as part of my family, but I don't. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's like. If I, it's like yours, F-I-S-H-E-R. Success. Sorry. Yes, we got Carrie. Uh, many, many apologies. We got Carrie, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, starring Jason Patrick, Corey Haim, Diane Weist, uh, Bernardo Hughes, Edward Herman, who's the Max, he's the, uh, they do Richie Rich's dad, we were talking about. Mm-hmm. We uh, spend a lot of time in his head. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. A lot of inner monologues. <laughs> uh, Kiefer Sutherland, Jamie Gertz, Corey Feldman, Billy Wirth, Brooke McCarter, and Alex Winter. And uh, I want to give a special shout out to one of my very favorites. This is, I, I tried to set this up with you that we could watch it virtually. I don't even know how that's supposed to work. I don't know that it would be mm-hmm. any fun at all. I was trying to explain it to my <laughs> wife. And I was like, I guess we would just set up a Zoom on like a table nearby and we just kind mm-hmm. of watch. I don't know what it would be like. I just miss watching yeah. movies with you. Yeah. And I specifically wanted to see your reaction to my favorite person in this, the uh, Tim Capello, the saxophone player. Steven. Mm-hmm. Earlier in the conversation, I said, I'm so glad you know who Chris Jericho is because uh, this yeah. fucking guy, when he's on like, stage, I'm like, this guy looks like Chris Jericho with a saxophone. Right? He totally As, does. You're totally right. When that showed up on screen, we had like just sat, in, like, sat down to eat 
and I almost like knocked my <laughs> plate of food off my lap, leaning forward to laugh so hard. Oh I was like, god. oh my god. That was actually one of my notes is like, like all good 80s movies, there's a saxophone solo right. multiple times Amazing. in this one fucking song yeah. by this guy who looks like Chris Jericho from <laughs> the band so Fozzie. Yeah, he's so oiled up. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. It's it's wild. Yeah, he's got a ponytail. out there. Yeah, out there pro wrestling, singing, mm-hmm. and saxophoning. Living the best life, man. Uh, honestly, I, yeah. I saw something. It might have been one of those In Search of Darkness things, or I was. They were talking about that guy. He's so iconic from this movie or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. And he, someone had said they wanted to use that song in something, and he was like, "No, I hate that people always do this. Like, I don't want to get made fun of. Like, it's a real song. He, it was like a cover song, I guess." That he did, he was like famous for from this movie. But then they were like, "No, we like unironically love you and that song. Like, we want to use mm-hmm. it." Cause, and he was like, "Oh, okay, cool." And like worked okay. with him on the whatever. But like, yeah. he got made fun of basically for this. And I'm like, it's one of my very favorite parts. It's so fucking '80s and stupid and weird. And uh-huh. I don't know. It has no context. They don't need to show this dude at all. But it's like <laughs> there's fire everywhere. <laughs> It just looks so sweaty and glistening, and like it's amazing. Yeah, I love it's it. It's like an outdoor concert with like open barrels with flames yeah. jutting out of them. It's just like it just looks so like yeah. hot and sweaty all and kind of like gross with all these people. Yeah. And then it's just like, of course we're gonna have a, a show right here. Why yeah. wouldn't we? I'm, I'm, I brought my saxophone and my yeah. <laughs> my wrist cuffs. We, we got a stage. Let's do this. Amanda yeah. pointed out. She was like, "Man, this place just looks so dirty." And I was like, "I know." And she's like, "And there are barrels of fire everywhere." And uh-huh. it's like, we had just seen some barrels like by that thing, and then they get Jason Patrick to follow them on the dirt bike down the steps and to the sand and stuff. And there's, like, just barrels of fire everywhere in this town. Like, everybody's just totally cool with that. Like, there's a lot of poor people here. They need to get warm. Let's just make this, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's sweaty as fuck, but, like, we need it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, Very yeah so he's he's definitely one of my uh, favorites. The, uh, the Frog Brothers, which we briefly mentioned before, um, and their comic book shop. I love those dudes. Um, the other guy, besides Corey Feldman, I, he's not in a whole lot. I don't really know him from much. Um, but I like him in this movie a lot. I think he, he fits um, as Edgar and Alan Frog. I like that, too. <laughs> yeah, I caught that. I was like, wow. Yeah. There's 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 going to go for it, huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was uh, like, is there like a third brother named Poe that we're not aware we of? We don't talk about Poe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he could have been like the kid sidekick that was like written out of the script. Uh, <laughs> He's like, um, he said some problematic things in the past. <laughs> yeah, we can um, yeah. He just, you know. He he goes by uh, Poe Toad now. Po um, Toad. Just changed his name. Oh man, yeah. mm-hmm. I've been to Poe Toad, uh, po, po, po Toad, Oklahoma, right? I was gonna say it's uh, it's yeah. very <laughs> very close to where I live. Um, I love I love eighties movies for a lot of reasons, but this movie fits a lot of them too. Um, specifically, I I wrote down some notes for this uh, for a, once in a while. And mm-hmm. I just really love 80s dirt bike sequences. I feel like everybody <laughs> had a dirt bike in the 80s. I wanted one so badly. Um, this movie is amazing with dirt bike sequences. One guy has like a giant flag sticking off his. I don't know why. Uh, it's awesome. Um, it's just like, it does, so it, cool it 80s does, to me. It does say make vampires great again. So it's not like <laughs> great messaging. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know. He's, he's it was political. a different time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a different time. yeah. yeah exactly. It meant something different yeah. uh, than it does today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then a different bloodsucker took it over. Oh, you know? that's yeah, pretty that's good. weird. <laughs> um, I did. I didn't note that um, 
on the motorcycle scene when they're on the the beach, you know, driving at high speeds on Mm -hmm. there. Um, They're just laughing their asses off, which is something they did in movies back in the day. It's like, we're on motorcycles. (laughs) (laughs) It makes it look so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) I guess so. They're like going underneath that pier um, uh, at high speeds. But I feel like it's not. It's not that tricky because like all the posts would be in like a straight line or whatever. Oh yeah. But the way it's shot, they're like zooming in and out of it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you got to make it fun for yourself. You got to do there. it. You got to do it. Um, Sometimes you're looking over to your left and you're like, oh, that's fucking Bill S. Preston Esquire. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his mullet. It's just flopping in the air. <laughs> Keanu Reeves shows up briefly and you're like, oh, bye. Yeah. Bye, Neo. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm off to other things. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's there's just like. I, I like a lot of the style of this movie, like I said. Like you said, the layer. I thought that was one of my, one of my notes. I thought that was so cool. And they're, they're, they talk about like it was like this grand hotel. And there was uh, it was on the fault and it got sunken down into like the, the sea. And they've mm-hmm. like used it as a converted thing. And it just, it just fucking looks cool. Like I want to hang mm-hmm. out there. Um, yep. And then the whole vibe of this like Peter Pan thing with the Lost Boys and like... There, that's like their hideout, their treehouse, right? Holy shit! Oh yeah, I did not even think about that. Oh yeah, and the whole point wow. is that Peter, the video store owner, wants his Wendy. He wants the mom for his Lost Boys. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> blew it wide open, right? Wow, I know it's so cool. Wait. I love it. So Richie Rich's dad's name is Peter. I don't think his name is Peter, but he is like the Peter of the story. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how but I. The take mom's it. name is the mom's name is is her name Wendy. Oh, I would What's love if they is? actually went, yeah, for that. Oh, her name is Lucy. No. Lucy, and okay. And his name is Max. So, not really... Okay. Not really fit well, Max with that, is, but... Max is like a classic 80s name. When, right. Or uh, Lucy is like mm. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. She has that, that butt plug in. <laughs> with the diamond tip on it. Yeah. Yeah. For cutting glass and... Well, she had to, like, cut her dress that one time whenever she was running away from the dog, yeah. Oh, that's a creepy scene, yeah. Hey, you know? Dog Comes in handy. Yeah. Comes comes in booties sometimes, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Gross. Wait, yeah. (laughs) Let me think about that. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, I love the whole vibe of that, like, Mm -hmm. these are, these are the Lost Boys, and, like, they really, they don't play with it, like, all the time, like, it's not so on the nose that his name is Peter and her name is Wendy or Mm -hmm. whatever, but that's the vibe, like, Mm -hmm. I get from that. And uh, it's just like a cool, like another little thing. Like there's so many little details in this that I just find like very neat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it, and then the style kind of plays through and like there's like a scene, like the end scene where they're like fighting and stuff. It's all just like red, like uh, red lights. And it just looks like fucking rad. Like there's so many parts to it that are, are cool and um, gross. Like the effects in this, mm-hmm. like the practical effects of the vampires like melting and stuff are disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like they really go there for that. There's just so many parts that I think are just really rad. I was trying to figure out like where the Schumacher was in this movie. And the only time I really like caught a glimpse of it was the, uh, the like bright lighting of it mm-hmm. from, from those Batman movies. Um, that's really my only frame of reference for him that like sprang to mind. I didn't realize oh, yeah. that he, he directed a phone booth, but Oh, for um, Schumacher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, this is, like anytime there were like bright lights or whatever, I'm like, oh, that kind of reminds me of Schumacher because everything was just so like bright and weird mm-hmm. in those two Batman movies. But then I'm like, but also it's the 80s, so I feel like everything's gonna have bright way, lights. Right? Yeah, 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 so I'm like, may, maybe I don't know his like directing style, and clearly I don't. If he directed these other movies that like, it's so different, are wildly different. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So many different um, styles that he's played with. And sometimes it mm-hmm. works for me and sometimes it doesn't. But yeah. Yeah. Um, I noted here uh, when the movie opens, there's a song. Uh, I don't know if it's called this, but it's like when you're strange. And oh, that's yeah. like the song that like they play it a couple of times mm-hmm. in the movie. Um, and I noted that all the quote unquote strange people in that montage just look like hipsters now. Like that's how <laughs> hipsters dress currently. So it's just yeah. like, I mean, that's just what people look like here in 2021. Um, for the most part, a lot of them. Yeah. Know? They're just like, I was thinking too, like these are just like regular kids. Like there's nothing wrong with these mm-hmm. kids, but they're acting like they're the weirdest fucking people in the world. Yeah, I know. Like they're fine. Yeah. They're probably just going about their business like anybody else's. You know. If I go to downtown Tulsa quote. right now, I'm gonna see most of these people. Yeah. <laughs> just hanging out. And it'll be fine. Outside, yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. In the sunlight, if you can believe it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's called uh, "People Are Strange." It's a a Doors the Doors song, but it's uh, that version is Echo and the Bunnymen in the movie. Okay. Um, yeah. I really like that. Yeah, I wrote that down too because I really just it's a cool vibe for this movie as well. Well, while we're talking about music, um, that Cry Little Sister song, which is evidently the theme of this movie, yeah. plays four times yep. throughout this movie. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, it's they the really 80s, went for it. Hey, they paid for this song and they're getting they're the goddamn get money's yeah. worth out of it. Like, I can hear that song in my head right now with those, that weird, like, children's choir uh, just, like, singing that slow, so like, haunting part. And it's it's just like, well... Of course I can because I I heard this movie four times in an <laughs> yeah. hour and a half. Yeah. So yeah, I love that one though. I don't know mm-hmm. if if yeah if you really liked that or not, but I think that's so creepy. Anytime like little kids are introduced in a horror movie, that's creepy to me. It reminds me of the the kids that do like the hopscotch or like rather the the jump rope and stuff in the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Yeah. Um, and then it's like it's just like this cool 80s anthem, and then it has these kids being like just repeating like the "Thou shall not" like commandments. And it's so like weird and off-putting to me. Um, and then every time mm-hmm. it shows up, it's yeah, they really use it as like a theme for these vampires mm-hmm. and stuff in this movie. They really go there. So one, two, <laughs> rip a stitch. Three, four, Freddy calls you a bitch. Um, and then oh God, there's something else with that that I was gonna mention. Oh, I, I told you before the show that the there's a new version of that song by Churches, who I fucking love. I love Churches. Yeah. Um, and they did a cover of it for this Netflix movie called Night Books that I'm in the middle of watching. It's like a, a horror film for children, but it's like Kristen Ritter is like a witch and she captures two kids and they have to like tell her scary stories. So it's kind of an anthology oh, okay. thing. And I've yeah. been digging it so far. I, just, I watch it in little pieces and stuff and it's been working out that way. But um, is is yeah. one of the stories the kids tells is like, yeah, one time this fucking witch kidnapped me. <laughs> yeah, it was made terrifying. Your stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like this new version. So you got to check it out. Um, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's the same song, obviously, but it, church is really I, I never would have thought to put those together. But then I'm like, oh, that style, their style of music totally fits that song to me. And mm-hmm. I listen to it a lot lately because it just came out. Uh, so it's been pretty cool. Do you think the band churches, whenever they play live and they like go to a venue and they're hanging out in the green room, just like waiting to play, um, the food they have there is church's chicken. And if it's not, <laughs> they can tell and they get pissed. Yeah. I bet, I bet they're okay. a really big church's chicken fan. That's why they named themselves churches. I thought so, but they had to change the U to a V just for like, they wouldn't get sued. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then also out of respect. Yeah. Yeah. Respect you, Nick. Um, I've got to take a break real quick. I've got to pee. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. Right. Sounds good.
my microphone for that segment but uh if you want to play that in its entirety at the end of the show and just put in a fake sound effect of me peeing that's fine too okay (laughs) um i listened to a portion of that song while you were oh yeah that was pretty good i like it yeah i really like churches a lot and i like i said i feel like it's a good version like they they fit that kind of music to me and i'm like oh i never would have thought this but then now i'm like of course this makes total sense and i'm really glad they did Mm -hmm. it Yep. And I've I don't remember if I've even heard it in the movie yet, in that Nightbooks movie that I've been watching. Mm-hmm. Um can't remember where it plays in there, but I'm just glad that they commissioned it because I think it's one of the, the coolest 80s themes. Mm-hmm. So Do you think um there's also a point when they're eating their church's chicken backstage and then much <laughs> like the cable guy, they take the skin off and wear it on their faces? Yeah. Do you think Okay? On, and on stage they're doing like a slipknot type thing. Like honestly, I've been dreading asking that question and getting turned down. Oh, really? Um, yeah. You've been and dreading the breading? <laughs> Steven, you've done it. Wait, I'm, I've done it or I'm done? Uh, no. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, we might have to just keep that in the show. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see here. So... Where are we at? Where are we at I, have, here? I have a few more notes I could jump us off with. Sure, yeah, yeah, go, go right ahead. Uh, go so ahead. one of the things I like about this, uh, we were trying to pay more attention to because I forget all of the different like vampire lore that they changed with this. They mm-hmm. so the other movie I watched, Fright Night, came out in 1985. This one came out in 87, but this one did a, a lot different things with vampires, and they talked about how it kind of it made them younger and sexier. They usually were like older in most movies and stuff. This was kind of like the first thing with that. But I really like some of the things that they do, do differently. Like, uh, in particular, I like that the for one, it's weird. They just drink from like a blood bottle, but they don't like he never gets bitten. We never see anybody bite him to change him into a vampire. It's like mm-hmm. he drinks from the bottle and he's supposed to eat. And then that kind of does the full circle and yeah. makes him a vampire. But I love the slow transition. Like instead of him, he just can't go outside. It's just like, oh, he sleeps during the day and he wears sunglasses like he's that's really bright to him. He can't mm-hmm. be outside very long or he gets too tired. Like I like the slow transition of it. Um, yeah. But then in that documentary in Search of Darkness, they pointed this out. And it's something that I've noticed over the years. But whenever they go to the hideout, the Frog Brothers to kill vampires and they kill Preston, uh, mm. S, whatever. What'd you say it was? I, for, I just forgot it. Bill S. Preston Esquire. Bill S. Preston Esquire. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. When they kill him and they come out, they are covered in sparkles. I don't know if they're covered in like glitter. I don't know if you noticed that. Um, 
One of my notes. <laughs> Get fucked, glitter blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do not like. That's that's the point. I looked at my wife. I was like, "You got the feet. I got this glitter blood." This, <laughs> oh, that's the what one. are they doing in this movie? Yeah, but it's like in that documentary, they were like, you know, everybody made fun of Twilight, but The Lost Boys, which is a vampire movie that I love, and I like the version of vampire lord that they create, mm-hmm. established sparkly blood or sparkles on vampires. I remember so. seeing a meme back in the day where it was like, "You can keep your." Uh, Sparkles, and I had a picture of fucking Edward Cullen, mm-hmm. um, yep. Robert Pattinson's character, whatever that is. Uh, and then it had a picture of uh, Kiefer Sutherland next to him. It's like, I'll take this guy uh-huh. or whatever. And then I'm watching this movie. It's like, it's, it's, it's a sparkle blood. <laughs> yeah, what the it's hell? right there. Yeah, you can't, you can't do that. If like, I understand like being out in the the sun and your skin has a brightness to it. Uh, much like a pregnant lady where you just you can sparkle, you know, mm-hmm. you, you just have a, a glow about you. Mm-hmm. Whereas like if I bleed glitter, <laughs> just fire my ass into, directly into the sun. I, I can. Yeah. <laughs> no, could not do it. No. But it's a fun little touch. That's like a very Schumacher thing, I think, in this that that has the remnants of the, the Batman versus or Batman versus the Batman and Robin movies, you mm-hmm. know, where it's like this quirky yeah. kind of stuff where it's like, why are they glittery, though? But then. It works for me too. I don't know. It, so. Luckily, it was just like in that one scene that I yeah. saw where it was like on their like sweaters or whatever. Uh, but it was it was hard. Uh, it's the scariest. It's yeah. Like I know I was talking about <laughs> the Golden Glove being gross, uh, but this was almost worse uh, for me. And no one got hit by a bus. No, that was the worst. Mm-hmm. That was the worst part. I'm like, if you're gonna do that to me, let somebody get hit by a bus. Yeah. As a you know, and comedic exclamation point. And on where are the werewolves? Scene. You know, where are the werewolves? What are we even supposed to think here? Hey, uh, guys, um, werewolves. <laughs> werewolves. 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 Wolves. Any wolves? Any, any wolves at all? No? Okay. I would have loved it if your dogs were like, woof. Yeah. They're like, I heard your dad. I got your back. No. My wife in the other room started sneezing, though, so. Oh, nice. Mm. Yep. There's her wolves. Might have to chain her up. Mm. Yep. Again. Now I got to continue <laughs> digging that basement and chain her up there. Um, can we talk about Corey Feldman's deep ass voice in this movie? Yes. I don't know if that's like something he was like trying to affect or whatever. He but does he kind of looks a like he's thing, like, right? Like he lowers <laughs> it on purpose, or maybe even just the a Batman, Batman connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Continues, you know. Totally. Um, but yeah, he was like he he looks like he's like 13, 14 years old or mm-hmm. whatever in this movie. But he's like, yeah, what you gotta do, brother? <laughs> I felt like he was gonna like body slam someone. <laughs> that he's gonna try to wrestle Spider Man. Uh, at the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. or whatever. But uh, yeah, his, his voice is like so deep that at a certain point, my wife was like, is his voice like, does that have effects on it or something? It's like, I don't think so. I think that's just like, <laughs> I think he's just like trying to be like a tough kid. He's who, trying like, something. Yeah, right. Yeah. He's got some like bravado that he's like trying to put out there or whatever. But uh, I, I did think it was pretty funny because <laughs> it was so deep. I was like, man. I'll, I'll never have a voice that deep. I can't even like pretend to do that. You know, I think I feel like he was trying to shed some of his uh, child roles, maybe that way, because mm-hmm. and for one, it's crazy to see him grow up on film um, because he was in Gremlins in '84, he's in Friday the Thirteenth, oh, yeah. A New Beginning in '85, and then he's in The Goonies in '85, and he already looks a lot older than he did in that yeah. movie. And then he's in Stand by Me, he's like a little bit older, and then he's in this, and yeah. he has like the long hair finally. And mm-hmm. he's like the older Corey Feldman that we know. And and the Burbs as well. Like he was 16 when he filmed this one or roughly. 
uh, when this came out. And then in the Burbs, like he's like a full on, you know, teenager. Like he looks like he's basically an adult. And it's mm-hmm. like weird to see from like 84 to 88. Like he fully goes from like little kid to like full on teenager. And maybe mm-hmm. in this movie, he's like, I need to like, I'm not a Goonie anymore. You know, I need to, I'm, mm-hmm. a, I'm a frog brother. Maybe yeah. he's trying to be a frog. It could be. Hmm. He's got a frog in his throat. Yeah. That's what he's trying to affect. Yeah. That's the frog. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> I wish I could grow facial hair, but I just can't. <laughs> yeah. So but let's I go deal with like these this. vampire some bitches. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, definitely deep. And then, yeah, uh, uh, going back to what you were saying about Michael becoming a vampire by drinking out of like a flask, essentially. Mm-hmm. I was, that was the whole scene where it's like food is like different things oh, or gross. whatever. You know, he like fucks with his mind a little bit. And then he's drinking out of that flask and he tell him it's blood. And then like as the scene progresses, I'm like, wait, is this is that it? Is this how he turns into a vampire? Yeah. I thought somebody was going to bite him. I know you're kind of waiting for it, right? But mm-hmm. you never see yeah. that. Um, I had also forgotten before this one. Really, I was like, is Jamie Gertz a vampire? Do we know that? And then like she shows up in the window like she's flown up there at one point. But it's also mm-hmm. like she mentions she has not eaten yet, and it's getting harder for her to resist. And that's why she kind of allows him to get bitten. So she, or you know, bitten, but changed, so that he can like save her and stuff. But um, I like the idea that they're both like brand new to it, and mm-hmm. haven't fully completed the circle. But um, mm-hmm. it's definitely an interesting thing. Like the vampire bite is like so iconic. But and this one, it's more like they use their teeth to eat people. They don't change them that way. Yeah, you know. Um, so. It did look good, though. So I actually, like, poured myself a little bit of red wine here oh, that I've been drinking. It's like a sangria. Oh, nice. And it's, uh, <laughs> there's, uh, there's glitter in this. I didn't. Oh, no. I didn't locally source this blood. <laughs> oh, you really uh, got to do this that. Wine, yeah. Yeah. This yeah, day that's, and age. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, Farmer, farmer's blood to table, you know? I feel like it's in my teeth. The glitter. I can see mm-hmm. it. It's sparkly, even though it's yeah. like a dark picture. It's a good look. That for you. would truly be my worst. It really would in your mouth. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> <laughs> like those prank videos where people like fill people's car air conditioners with glitter oh, I or seen whatever. That. Oh Ugh. God, Stephen, that would be horrible yeah. for me. I would just immediately drive my car directly off the nearest cliff. Yeah, I was like, "There's no, there's no way, there's no way." They cannot find a body because I'm just going to be like doused in glitter. Like they can like try to lint roll me or whatever uh but it's just it's just gonna be how to, i would have to have like a power washer taken mm-hmm. to my face you know just to get rid of it you're no. like i don't need my yeah. teeth Mm-mm. knock them no. out of my head get rid of that glitter. no just right off the cliff That's you know to do it i'm gonna drive to that lighthouse that uh batman and green goblin were hanging out at um, <laughs> oh is that, is that a guy jacking off to a statue anyway into the drink is it brit no that makes a lot of sense <laughs> yeah hell um, yeah dude so what do you think about the uh, like the gross stuff in this movie like um in particular when they kill the the guy and the like nanook the the cool dog knocks the vampire into the holy water the holy mm-hmm. gar- garlic water and then all of his blood <laughs> explodes from every plumbing source in the house <laughs> i was like i wonder if Brent is gonna like this or not so that was my other notice the vampire deaths are insane oh they're like they just like <laughs> I don't know if like a vampire dying just like supercharges everything, but when uh, Bill S. Preston Esquire like gets stabbed, he starts freaking out like having the tremors or whatever. He just like oh, shakes yeah. radically from the like <laughs> yeah. top to the bottom. Like uh, that should have been a portent of things to come mm-hmm. because yeah, whenever that dude falls in the bathtub, I'm pretty sure that bathtub like stopper was stopped because I know, I it was, it was just like floating right? water. But then vampire yeah. blood is so strong, mm-hmm. evidently the pressure that it. 
yeah the pressure just like blew out that entire yeah. house's plumbing <laughs> it's so gross. It was insane my <laughs> wife was like what is happening i was like well this is just how it's they the die i guess yep. And then the the other vampire gets like pinned to a like stereo system oh, and yes. is electrocuted. And I was like, man, the fucking electricity gremlin must be in this bitch or something. Like it's, <laughs> that's it's, the connection. It's, he's really like going for mm-hmm. it there to like wild out on that uh, the stereo. But like, yeah, it was. And they have a tagline for that man. one. They're like death by stereo. <laughs> because I was writing yeah, a note about uh, it yeah. and I was like, what should I call mm-hmm. this? And then they said mm-hmm. that and I was like, oh yeah, death by stereo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, really hit the nail in it. Wouldn't it be like death in stereo? Oh, because so you, mm-hmm. you can hear it from both if sides. I, yeah, if I can hear, if I can like punch that up yeah. a little bit. Yeah, if you want to, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe tighten that that script from a few years ago. Yeah, I'm. You know what? I'm beginning to think this Joel Schumacher fella. <laughs> he's got some questionable opinions on <laughs> filmmaking. I don't know. Uh, and then someone pointed out online. I didn't even notice this until this morning when I was reading about it. But they were like, Kiefer Sutherland never explodes or does anything crazy. Mm-hmm. He gets, <laughs> yeah. he kind of just dies. And they said that uh, they were trying to make a sequel to this for a few years. That he didn't actually die there. That's why he didn't explode. And that he would become the new head vampire. And the sequel was going to be called The Lost Girls. And it was going to mm-hmm. be him, you know, with the uh, I guess a harem of of girl vampires. So. But why didn't he explode, though? It's like he didn't because, actually like, get in the heart or something, is the explanation I saw. Oh. He just kind of acted dead. Hmm. But then, when they kill the real vampire, Max, he wouldn't be a vampire hmm. anymore, because that's the whole thing. It's like, once you kill the head one, everybody <laughs> below them. So I'm like, I don't know how that would work yeah. at all anyway. So then they've just, like, murdered yeah, a child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But maybe he still yeah, has the better. bottle or something. Mm-hmm. that he would get yeah you know, i don't know they could have made that work or whatever but um i was genuinely surprised that richie rich's dad was i was an evil vampire that. because like yeah. i i noted like whenever he got invited into the house mm-hmm. i was like oh maybe he is a vampire because he asked for permission to like mm-hmm. enter and then he does but then they like go through all those tests or whatever that was that was fun yeah wild right. but fun yeah and uh but he mentions that, like, I guess if you invite a vampire in, it... It renders you like, powerless, is how he described it. I was noting that, too. Like, you are the vampire. Mm-hmm. Like, Wait, what, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> he says it renders you powerless. But Against like, you him, as yeah. Like, oh, okay. So, like, you can't... Well, you could, like, still stake him in the heart like they do. Like, a physical mm-hmm. thing like that. But, like the, like, the garlic and stuff that they're trying to do, like, won't work. Um, it's another interesting way. I don't know. They have to kind of go with it. Mm-hmm. That it's like once he was invited in, those things just don't work on him anymore. Yeah. Um, which is cool though. Like they do a good misdirect with that because mm-hmm. you you suspect him, and then they when they suspect him, but then they kind of prove that he wasn't a vampire. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, when he like just turns away and turns back, and his face is all vampired mm-hmm. up and stuff, it's a cool yeah. twist. I. I it's one that I've I've just known for so long. I was wondering if that really mm-hmm. got you or not, like if you suspected him or not. No, yeah. At that point, I was just like, oh, this is just uh, this dorky guy. Yeah, so, right. Uh, it was a, a good misdirect. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah awesome. I, I did think it was funny that like when Corey Haim is going upstairs to like uh, bunk with his mom for the night, just you know because mm-hmm. there's fucking vampires out there. He's got that whole <laughs> wreath of garlic around his neck. His mom's like, ah, oh, you smell? Is, did you eat pizza or whatever? And then later on, uh, they've diced up. 400 uh yeah. pieces of garlic cloves of garlic and then he's like 
feverishly putting that on his uh, spaghetti, mom's spaghetti in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And um, the guy takes a huge bite of it. I'm like, did you not? Did you not smell uh, the garlic? Right? You would think you would notice <laughs> that. Ugh. Yeah. I love garlic, but, but again, that seemed like a lot of garlic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That an would excessive get me. amount. Yeah, it's Parmesan. It comes out in like wet clumps. Um, I, <laughs> I don't think it's Parmesan, dude. Parmesan's messed up, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it's gone bad. Did you let a uh, sea shanty over by a lighthouse jack off in this? Like, why is it so wet? That's bizarre, man. Um, what else? What else? What else? Um, uh, let's see. Uh, I, probably the most horrifying scene is, to me, is when uh, the little brother, Sam, uh, who is... Uh, again, maybe like 13, 14 years old, is taking a bubble bath. I feel like you're too old for that, dude. <laughs> oh, man, like, what and I had doing? a long conversation about that. <laughs> Did you? Okay. Yeah. Because it's like when you said they, they were planning to make the kids younger, like yeah. eight or nine, I was like, okay, I guess. Like that's a little bit closer to like Kevin McAllister's age uh-huh. in the Home Alone movie where he like does the same. But like weird. Like, yeah, because he's really like. Because he's having brother, a great time. He's having too good of a time in that bubble bath. His brother's like, go take your bath. And we were like, wait, how old is he? Like, go take your bath. Who takes a bath like when they're like that age or whatever? And I, I turned to a man and I was like, he needs a shower because he's got to jerk off. You don't jerk off in the bathtub. That'd be weird. Yeah, you don't like, want to swim in it. Yeah, you don't want to swim in it. That's gross. Yeah. But that's mm-hmm. why he would do a bath or do a shower instead. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to him in the bath and he is like mm-hmm. full on, like bubbled up his hair. Like mm-hmm. he's like really into it. It feels like a part of the script that like didn't get taken out on accident. And they're like, oh, mm-hmm. this is totally fine. Uh, and it makes yeah. for a good scene that his brother is like basically has this urge to murder him. And then Nanook, the dog, you know, saves the day again and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, that was really fucked up. Uh, we noted that as well. Yeah. Super funny. Um the uh i think this is actually my final note here um yeah uh everybody says everyone's names all the time in this movie yeah i just heard the mom say sam a bunch of times when you said that yeah yeah. sam everybody says michael yeah 500 times like when they're (laughs) like trying to get him to jump off the bridge they're michael michael come on michael 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 Michael. that was Corey feldman yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um i do like that train scene though I like that. That is, the yeah, that, that is, is fun. really cool. Um, mm-hmm. And again, like he doesn't understand what's going on. And then he just like floats mm-hmm. in fog and then lands on his bed. And I was like, Schumacher, mm-hmm. you silly bastard. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. They do see a lot of names in there. You got to know who people are, man. <laughs> Clearly. They only said like Edgar and Alan's name, I think like twice in the mm-hmm. same scene. And I was like, well, I guess I'll be able to remember that. Yeah. So that's good. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm fine. Um, the uh, the final death where the the grandpa comes back oh, and he yeah. like drives that plow with all those fucking stakes through his own house. Uh-huh. And then he like goes to the fridge and like pops open a root beer. Is like Ugh. all these goddamn vampires or whatever the fuck yeah. he says. It's like I, I wrote so it down because I love it. It's knew, one thing about yeah. living in Santa Carla. I never could stomach all the damn vampires. So he knew. I love that the entire time that he knew. That's great. Mm-hmm. Like he yeah. had his family move there. it's fine (laughs) (laughs) well look he's he's into like wooden steak production Mm -hmm. right uh i could have sworn that steak that he's like planting in the ground whenever they steal his car was going to come back into play like somebody was going to like be forced to fall on that Mm -hmm. or you know something to that effect but it's really just setting up that he has a bunch of these fucking things on a tractor somewhere yeah destroys his own home 
yeah, to fuck it, do right? that. <laughs> yeah. You could have just like walked in with a, a garlic gun or whatever, but okay, sure. Yeah, do your thing. Um, but uh, yeah, overall, man, I really enjoyed this movie. I'm, I'm glad so I watched glad, it. Man. It's fucking fun. Yeah. yeah. Rock, rock on. Um, mm-hmm. I watched Fright Night after this because I liked those two movies from about the same era. Um, but I also noticed, have, have you seen Fright Night from 1985, by the way? I've only seen the remake, and oh, I yeah, enjoyed okay. that one. I haven't seen the original. Interesting. Okay, so it's like a totally different vibe. It's a lot, like, slower and, like, I don't know. It, this one is, like, teenagers and stuff. The other one is, like, plays into uh, the neighbor. You know, it's just, like, this guy's neighbor. He thinks he's a vampire. He's, like, murdering chicks and stuff. And it has a totally different vibe, but I actually watched them, and I was, like, pointing out to Amanda, I was like, I, there's some similar things. Like, they're almost, like, the same, like, different sides of the same coin. They're almost kind of the same type of vampire lore. Some of the things, like, the long fingers and fingernails and stuff is, like, mm-hmm. almost the same makeup, um, and it looks cool. Like, the vampire effects on their faces almost look kind of the same. And um, it was fun to watch it. And the more I went, the more I was like, oh, and this thing's connected, and this thing's connected. So in my head canon now... They're kind of in the same world, and it was really fun to watch those together. Um, totally different directors, totally different vibes, but I could totally see the same kind of vampires, you know, coexisting, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. So I would recommend that as a double feature. I thought that was cool. Okay. But um, yeah. I'm glad you like this one. I, I really didn't know how it was going to go. I feel like this movie is really great, and it holds up really well, but I did have so much nostalgia that it clouds that for me, so I didn't know how it would play off for you. So I'm glad to hear mm-hmm. that you liked it. Uh, outside of the like style of people's clothing or whatever mm-hmm. i think the movie itself holds up yeah you right know on. um it's kind of like uh like gremlins or mm-hmm. the goonies to me um even though they take place in the 80s i don't hold that against it yeah. uh, i'm Appreciate still able that. to enjoy it so uh i feel like there was like some nostalgia i had for this movie without actually yeah. have seen that before you know that's a good way to put but, it uh, yeah. yeah right on yeah really really enjoyed it. I, you know great performances uh, all around, uh, Jason Patrick is tolerable in this movie. Um, <laughs> best thing I could say. Well, it, I'm sure he's like a nice guy in real life. I'm sure yeah, he like know. regularly donates orphans or whatever. Um, You'd hope, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this orphan is just getting bare. Let me throw some more orphans in there. Um, but uh, but yeah, the overall, I I enjoyed it, and uh, we'll likely watch this again later down the road. Very cool, man. I'm very glad mm-hmm. to hear yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. That was that was fun. I hope people enjoyed that as well. Um, next mm-hmm. week, as we mentioned, we are doing It Follows, another movie that Brent hasn't seen, but he's seen the other two. Yes, uh, which is very exciting, very um, important, very important. Like, what's going to happen to Pennywise? <laughs> they already killed him. What's the point of this fucking movie? Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that one. That one is a totally different vibe from this, mm-hmm. and I don't really even know a whole lot to say about it. I was trying to think of like what would I tell someone, you know, about to watch I, that or whatever. So. On on the Just Watch app, I read the um, brief like synopsis that it has on there. Um, so I, I have kind of an idea of what it mm-hmm. is. Um, it seems like it might be a little bit like Final Destination in a way. Hmm. Interesting. Well, yeah, it's kind of like um, death kind of follower, like whatever kind of following you. Pennywise the Clown. Yeah, right? Pennywise. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, stay out of the projector room. Um, yeah, but like but it's it's like. Yeah, um, it's like an A24 version, sort of, of, like, Final Destination. If Final Destination is, like, Fast and the Furious, then oh, okay. It Follows is Drive. You okay. Know? Like, it's, All like, right. it's more art housey. Like, there's, it's, yeah. like, more creepy situations and stuff than, not like, mm-hmm. outright, like, gore and stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's interesting how it would play differently, but I, I really like it, and um, 
I'm intrigued to, to see what you would think about it. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, let's see the runtime on this some bitch. Uh, one hour, 34 minutes. Pfft. I'm in yep. all the time in the day. I was going to say, is that four I minutes too long for you? I'm sorry. Hey, you know, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll spot at those four yeah. minutes. That's fine. That's fine. Um, again, uh, it says it's streaming on Shudder. It's not, uh, but it is on Peacock. It's on Fubo. If you have been grandfathered into yep. uh, the legacy of a Fubo user totally. somehow. Um, but uh, but yeah, otherwise, right that's on. going to be on the next episode. Yeah. So sure, we'll talk about other horror stuff. Uh, I hope so, because I've already have uh, made my way halfway through another movie I'm that excited, i'm eager yeah. to talk about yeah, oh, yeah, yeah man i'm glad that you're Very so fun. into it now uh, and trying new things and everything i, I always gotta like I, to get your opinion on them so you know uh i wouldn't call myself a, a horror fan i've, I've mm-hmm. said it before on the show but also i don't know what that means mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. like if somebody says they like horror that can mean any number of things yeah. like s- somebody saying i'm a comic book fan doesn't mean that you necessarily like superheroes or a shitload totally, of right? comics without superheroes or anything supernatural you know um to say you're you're a horror fan means something totally different so i think maybe i am becoming one mm-hmm. um i'm becoming one right now <laughs> <laughs> nope just had some frog glitter in my throat uh but uh like there's there's slashers there's psychological horror totally. there's like horror comedies it's it's like the the genre horror is like a genre in and of itself like there's there's a wide spectrum yeah of horror stuff you know so because there's, there's like there's cheesy so much and there's dark and there's yeah 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 and you know All like kinds of stuff for this episode i watched the, obviously the lost boys i did a documentary i watched a terrible like superhero movie yeah. <laughs> i watched a a24 like art house movie um you know, there's 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 a lot. So I'm going to go back to a, a classic movie for the uh, the next episode uh, that I'm eager to mm-hmm. tell you about. But, uh, yeah, there's just a lot to explore and there's so much to enjoy from it as well. So I love uh, it. I'm, I'm really taking advantage of this uh, this time here in, in horror land mm-hmm. to uh, to dive into uh, stuff further. That's awesome. I really like mm-hmm. it because I like horror so much and it's always fun to talk yeah. about. And like you said, there's so much variety out there for it. It's like oh, it's yeah. like there's so many different types of comedies there's so many different types of of horror and there's um a lot to love if you find your kind of niche for for whatever you like so mm-hmm. i like that you're trying yeah. a bunch of different stuff too like i really like this month of stuff we've planned out because you know we have this like 80s stylistic vampire movie but then we've we're going to like a newer kind of like art house movie and then like Carrie at the end of it being like a real mm-hmm. throwback, you know, with a totally different vibe and old Stephen mm-hmm. King and stuff. Like there's a lot of variety there. So it'll be intriguing to hear throughout the month as we go through and what you like and everything too. So yeah, that's rad. Well, Superman, yeah. huh? Superman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're on motorcycles. <laughs> um, it was super fun to talk to you about this. I'm really glad that you liked it. Um, it doesn't surprise me that, that your wife, um, Bernard didn't like mm-hmm. it so much, but, uh, like I said, mine, mine loves it. Um, she, mm-hmm. she really likes this movie a lot and Fright Night too it, as well. So it is surprising to me that she didn't like the lost boys, but she loves cry baby. <laughs> That's wild. the real horror, right? <laughs> yeah. Hatchet face. There's, there's a, way more there's damage a character named Hatchet face. <laughs> they named a character that, and then they put a person in there that had to portray that with unfortunately minimal makeup. Yeah. Uh, Poor lady. Makes you rest in power. I know, right? Oh, boy. 
Yeah. Schumacher as well. I was reading about it. He died in 2020. I didn't know that until I was reading it uh, for this show. Oh, yeah. yeah. I heard about that because they were talking about like all his like his like sexual past and everything. Yeah. And he just like slammed so much butt clam that like, <laughs> man, it was just. Yeah. He was just tearing it up. Like, how does anyone have time in their day to just crush that much, mm. you know? But and he made all these great know? movies and he made all these movies yeah. and like how? Yeah. All right. Whatever. <laughs> It's lunchtime again. Okay, I guess we'll see. But does his clothes look disheveled when he comes back from lunch? <laughs> yeah, from second lunch and third lunch. It's a well. That's why the '80s. You know, you couldn't hardly tell. Yeah, oh, big oversized man. clothes. Nobody knows what's going on. You know. Look, you got some sores on your dick. You just sprinkle some cocaine on it, and you're <laughs> so sparkles. Keep going. Sparkles cocaine. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> He's like, I, 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 I got this idea. I got this idea. It's, yeah. great. it's great. Sparkle yeah. blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. I hope people enjoyed this movie. I hope they enjoyed this episode. Um, it was a blast talking to you about it. And uh, I'm looking forward to next week when we watch It Follows. So I hope people also yes. follow along with that. Um, <laughs> so uh, please rate and review us in your favorite podcast apps. If you'd like to contact us about this or anything else, uh, this movie or, or anything else, you can uh, find that info in the show notes as usual. And uh, otherwise, we'll say see you next time. So until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. Again, anybody see any goddamn werewolves? We ordered them. They were supposed to be here. It's not a full moon for how long? Oh, okay. I bet that's it. That makes sense to me. <sighs> Man, we're going to have to wait. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Did you know, uh, we're, speaking of like snorting glitter cocaine. Oh, yeah. Uh, that is something that is featured in the Happy Time Murders. Glitter cocaine? <laughs> yeah. The straw is a Twistler. <laughs> Steven. <laughs> need to see this movie you need to watch this movie Man, it excited. is fun don't expect high art yeah. but you know expect a good time don't expect glitter Again. cocaine man yeah, man, yeah. I'm excited for that yo his palms are sweaty knees weak arms are heavy there's vomit on his sweater already mom's spaghetti record oh I just skeeted. I was gonna say, you think that was like a horror voice? It wasn't. That was that was Brad skeeting voice. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's just me <laughs> on the regular. Um, Brent, I I found something online. I heard about this new eating joint. We're gonna have to take a road trip to. Oh, I didn't know if okay. you'd heard about it yet or not, though. That's why I wanted to do it on the air here. Okay. Um, I'm gonna send you the the advertisement on YouTube for it. Okay. Um. And see if see if this rings a bell. Uh, I'm really excited for it. Um, it's mm-hmm. a it's a restaurant in uh, Detroit, Michigan. <laughs> Have you heard of this yet? I've heard of it. I've not seen. Oh, there's I've a there's a whole this, advertisement. This commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I play it? Yeah, please. Yeah. All right, let's go. I don't let's think go it's very long. Get your sweaters ready, Detroit. Mom's spaghetti is coming to 2131 Woodward Avenue. Want some road pasta after the game? Got that. Meatballs? You know we got that. What about the Sketty Sandwich? Mom's got that too. Get ready to get some Mom's Spaghetti, Detroit. Opening in the alley next to the Union Assembly this September. 
313-888-8388. Mom Spaghetti. It's all ready. Ready, 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 ready. So this is and it has yeah. Eminem at the end of it. Yeah, this is like Eminem's new restaurant, which is literally in an alley. <laughs> from the from the commercial, I love that too. Uh, but I heard about like apparently Eminem was was like serving food there the mm-hmm. other day to, as like at the grand opening, and people were like, "I just bought my mom's spaghetti from Eminem." Like this is weird. <laughs> but then that like, commercial is so like old school, like eighties or nineties. I loved it. Uh-huh. Um, I was like, man, I really need to try some of this. Mm-hmm. So yes. uh, first of all, spaghetti. Uh, yeah. Secondly, the uh, the eightiesness of the commercial where like the guy comes out, he's like. Oh yeah, we have the meatball sub or whatever. He's like mirrored on both sides of the screen, you know. Surprised <laughs> yeah. there wasn't like a star wipe included in there, oh, you know. Oh man, mm-hmm. that's a little too sexy for uh, yeah for spaghetti spaghetti. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I heard that like upon its grand opening, Eminem was there like handing out like uh-huh. food or whatever, like signing autographs and whatnot. So yeah, mm-hmm. was he signing autographs in spaghetti? I hope so. Yeah, like oh, man. honestly, what better food item to sign a signature with? Right. You know, lots of long ass noodles. You mm-hmm. can just like go ahead and snake them around for your signature. You know, if yeah, you want to be if you want to be a real dickhead, you could get some dry pasta and just make like an X out of it. Like, that's mm-hmm. not fun. That's not what people want. You know, no, no, no. You want to. Yeah. You want to go full spaghetti. Mm hmm. Yeah. You want the full spaghetti. Exactly. Mm hmm. Yeah. The that's what you're spaghetti. looking for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> With two meatballs. <laughs> Sounds like a mob movie, right? Oh, yeah. The full spaghetti. The full spaghetti. <laughs> it's like a, I imagine it would be a very bloody movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, that's what it's referencing more than anything, you know? It's like, that's what brains look like on the wall. Honestly, it's on brand here for our episode because it could be like an Italian mm. like mob horror movie because they're like, they kill somebody in the back and then they bring out some like <laughs> spaghetti. They put it on the table and they're like, oh, we forgot your marinara. And then they like... <laughs> pour it on and it's like is it blood is it marinara it's sauce like, oh, that's is it definitely blood yeah i am not eating that yeah 100 it's like that it's like that kind of red black color yeah right like oh this is weird it's it's far more liquidy it doesn't really have the mm-hmm. texture of a marinara but i gotta say it's pretty good it's pretty good it is they pretty still good, put guys. basil in it and i like it yeah they, there's no garlic in this right because we are vampires but otherwise mm. like this is really good yeah, I mean, it kind of fits in that to you, you know, for for the movie today later on mm-hmm. as well. Because yeah. yeah, they have some pasta. Maybe yeah. they maybe they went to get some mom's spaghetti, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's could possible. have been could have been there all along. Could have been should have been, you know. Mhm. Uh, and when you say for the the discussion coming up today, you mean mm-hmm. the one that we had already? Yes, cuz yeah. this will be after that fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember those opinions we had? Oh, Man. My God. Those Wild. were in insane no i don't know what they are yet brent i'm <laughs> i don't know how this is gonna go i don't know how it just went uh-huh and so clearly i am excited mm-hmm. but a little agitated yeah. at myself so yeah i was gonna we'll say see. that one thing you said i'm still like kind of perplexed about but then also i'm like mm-hmm. i think it makes sense though it sounds like something steven would say therefore i will hold it in high regard but also oh, i'm like thank you Huh? Yeah, I do a lot of that during the show. Mm-hmm. Try to keep you on your toes. Sometimes I just yeah. say stuff, and I'm I'm like, yeah. Brent heard it from me, so he'll be like, "Oh, that's a Stephen opinion." But what if I just you know pull it out of my yeah. butt? Yeah, I mean it's possible. I mean mm-hmm. you just grip it and rip it right out of there. You know, you know my wow, you know my technique. 
Yeah, Stephen's yeah. opinion has a a flat <laughs> diamond shape on one end of it. Wait, a flat diamond shape? Yeah, you know, like those butt plugs that have the bedazzled <laughs> diamond on it. I couldn't think of a, a good way to, uh, <laughs> to get the point across. I was trying to think, like, is he, is he meaning because it's like my colon is so tight that I, like, can turn coal into diamonds? But mm-hmm. it's like, oh, no, it's because my my butthole's so tight that it holds well, There was that one time, like, eight, nine years ago when you still lived here in Oklahoma. We were mm-hmm. playing. It's like, let's play choo-choo. And I kept, like, shoveling coal into your butt and you kept, uh-huh. like, pushing back out with diamonds. I'm like, man. I'm really good at it. This is not really the way I was hoping to go but i guess you can just keep these and you're like well i'm moving to texas i'm like well this backfired real hard mm-hmm. i had to well because oklahoma's a coal economy i had to get that underway but now i'm in mm-hmm. texas so i got this oil economy and uh my butt can't do a whole lot of things if you put oil up there mm-hmm. gotta say it, yeah. i mean sure uh you know i can sledgehammer faster <laughs> right, you know yeah. but uh other than that you know i mm-hmm. can't really do much with it it's not a lot of power yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, your twerking skills have really, like, increased as you've <laughs> lived there. Yeah. But, yeah, it's really hard to, like, get a nice grip on the oil, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's harder to keep it in. Mm-hmm. You're right. I just imagine <laughs> someone be like, I'd be like, fill me up. All right. And I'm like, twerking, twerking, twerking. Yeah. What a visual. The guy at the gas station is like, oh, God, is this guy. No, this guy. They rock, paper, scissors. See who has to go out there. Uh, guys, you know I can't self-service. I can't reach. I need mm-hmm. some help. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I'm busy holding these cheeks <laughs> wide. People hey, like Mr. this, Fisher. right? <laughs> People are into this. Yeah. People love this visual. Enjoy your breakfast, listener. You know? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. But I, it's taken if, two hours to get to this, so I, I mean, it's, say, kind of, it's kind of on you. If they started the show listening while they were eating breakfast, by now... They're mm-hmm. almost to lunch, so enjoy yeah. your lunch after this. Oh, that? yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good we point. are a breakfast to lunch kind of podcast. I like that. A BTL. Yeah. Breakfast to oh, lunch. Oh, I, I was thinking like the number two. Oh, B2L. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That's, that's our boy band name. B2L? <laughs> yeah, B2L. <laughs> so, a sync word? Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we got there. Excellent. We did it. All right. So, B2L. On three to sink. Come. One, two, three. B two L. Oh man. Alright, we're gonna bye, have to work bye, on some bye, choreography. Bye, bye. <laughs> but we got it. I think we're gonna mm-hmm. get there. Yeah. It'll be fine. It'll we'll make it work. Yeah, guys, we're gonna make it work. Yep. And you'll see. We're gonna take this world by storm. And we're gonna make it butts. work. Steven's gonna make it twerk. Hey. Mm-hmm. What if yeah. I was like really good at twerking? I don't know like, that this you're part's not. not a joke. <laughs> Like you like to dance whenever we're That's we're true. around each other. We've got I party do. music going on, mm-hmm. and you do uh, cut a nice rug, so much rug that you've just got like tile floors, you know. Yeah, I had to. So I had to switch mm-hmm. it up. Yeah, I'm too good on rugs. Yeah, I slice them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. With my feet. They call you the shredder of rugs. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. most people wear. I don't know. I don't know what most people wear out dancing, mm-hmm. but I wear ice skates, mm-hmm. um, so that I could really cut a rug. Yeah. So, you know, if I'm if I'm moving and grooving and you got me on a on a carpet, you know, it's just like flying all around me. I'm making designs with my feet like Edward Scissorhands. Mm-hmm. Steven Scissorfeet. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. That's a secret word right there. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I feel like you were inspired by seeing yet another like Joel Schumacher movie, which was Batman and Robin, where mm. George Clooney and Chris O'Donnell in full costume Wait, get tripped real? up. Yeah, get tripped up by Mr. Freeze's goons. They fall on their backs, and they're like, good thing we prepared for this. And then they hit a button on their belts, and then ice skates pop out of their feet. And then they Does like, that really skate happen? Have you never seen? It's been just so long. Mm-hmm. I just, I forget, and I, I, for, I pushed a lot of that out of my brain, I feel, you know? Mm-hmm. I remember uh, they land on, a, on an island at one point, and they're like, holy metal island, Batman. And he's like, it's like metal, and it's, it has holes in it. And I, that's like... One little, little nugget. I'm not sure even which movie that was. The oh, Batman yeah, and Robin not, or whatever. I don't remember that at all. But, but it's like that era I've just blocked out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I uh, Once my brain saw the ice skates pop out of the feet, I was like, um, huh? What <laughs> is this? And I was like a child when, I, when that movie came out. And that almost mm-hmm. like did it for me, you know? Uh, do they have a toy from that era with ice skates on their feet for Batman? Oh, I'm sure they, they, the whole point of making those movies was to make toys and everything. Yeah. I feel like maybe that was a thing that I don't really, oh, wow. There was a, (laughs) was this a, is this a stage show? Oh, exploring the museum sequence in Batman and Robin. Wow. It was just really, it looked like a, like a Broadway show. I was like, no way this could be in a Hollywood movie. Oh, no way it is. Mm -hmm. Here's George Clooney, full bat nipples. Oh man. Mm -hmm. I do have, yeah, some images, images of those in my brain still. Oh, well that's weird. Uh, I tried to look up Batman ice skates. It didn't give me a whole lot of info, but it did give me this one of just Batman and Robin and their feet. Oh, Uh, Wow. Which is Quentin Tarantino drew that yeah. to jack off to, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, you stare into their white eyes and mm-hmm. the bottom of their feet. It does kind of give you some feelings, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe another I time. I think it, from what I understand, if you look at it like you would look at a magic eye drawing, you actually see a picture of a, uh, of Catwoman's vagina. So oh. I think that's the subtext there. That helps. But like, it's, it's empowering in a way that it uh-huh. takes to men to be able to see that and it confused a lot of like young people but also it's like i mean look we're all cool here you know Mm -hmm. you just roll with it we get what we're looking at right yeah yeah (laughs) and is it catwoman's vagina or is it the penguin's butthole i guess that's up to you to decide the yeah Mm -hmm. it's in the eye of the buttholder Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) danny devitt's hole (laughs) He's like, I did not sign up for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, that went a lot longer than our sync word, but I think that was that was pretty good that way. It was it was back there somewhere. Yeah, I'll, I'll make it work in the edit. It's fine. Excellent. It'll be fine.